Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hi, this is Jonathan Doe, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Welcome to a very sore edition of Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your hit you so hard in the balls you'll see one of your past lives podcasters, John. <laughs> I'm your other half, Matt. And Matt, would you like to explain what's going on with you right now? I got a fucking wisdom tooth coming in. <laughs> He's in a very bad mood. <laughs> I'm not in a very bad mood, I'm just sore. He's a grumpy fuck. I'm a curmudgeon, as you've been saying a lot recently. Curmudgeon, yeah. Yeah, fuck, so, it sucks. We uh we planned on doing the episode. Yeah. Matt's tooth started bothering him. We're like, well, you know, we're we're probably going to be hanging out with the family cuz I'm on vacation right now. Well, the thing is like this came out of nowhere. Yeah. You started not feeling very good what Friday-ish, Thursday, Friday-ish. Well, it started hurting around like Friday-ish, yeah. Mm. So we spent the weekend with the family. Yeah. To give you some time. Going to record going to record Monday. All hell broke loose. It was even worse. <laughs> so, yeah. Matt's not really feeling that much better, but we decided, or I, de- I didn't decide, you decided, yeah. that if we don't do it today, we may not get it done. Because uh, tomorrow, I may be getting surgery to get this thing took out of my mouth. I don't know yet. Yeah. It could be surgery. They may just have to let it grow out, which is going to be even worse. <laughs> so Matt's just going to soldier through this episode. Yeah, so if I sound like a grumpy old bastard, it's because I am right now. Yeah, I can tell. I'm, I'm old. I work with children. <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> That's what Zen Punch just said. I'm yeah. an asshole. I'm an asshole. I'm eating muffins. <laughs> but uh yeah, we got a shit ton of questions to get to. Oh Jesus. So let's just let's just double foot stomp on in to make another rap- double wrestling foot reference. <laughs> double foot stomp in this <laughs> you could have you said waffle stomp. Oh, that would have been a good one too, yeah. Waffle stomp these questions. <laughs> waffle stomp these questions down the drain. <laughs> I'm going to try to be as loud as possible, but talking is not the funnest thing to do, and we're doing a audio radio format. Yes, true. So, I'm going to do my best. But, so. uh, yeah. And I'm still having trouble with my microphone, too, so this could be all kinds of shitty. <laughs> this could be an all-timer right here. Yeah. <laughs> this could be one for the ages. This could be one for the ages. <laughs> you can hear me going like, fuck, because my mouth... <laughs> 
You can hear Jungle being like, yeah, and all. It and bot. <laughs> Boone. <laughs> the gun goes. Anyways, questions, yep. comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Or you can wait till the week of the podcast. We are a the week of podcast. And we'll post a lovely little image with some skeletons going in the background. <laughs> this is where you're taking questions, and you can ask in the comment section below. Or email. I said email. Oh. Yeah. That's the first one I did. Well, you said it really fast, so. I always say it really fast. You said it faster than normal. No. Huh. <laughs> First like, up Like rap god over here Oh Look out Lyrical Spiritual Don't do the lyrical miracle <laughs> Lyrical miracle Spiritual oh, shit <laughs> Drop a mixtape of the century right here dog John The turd That's <laughs> your rap name Little pickle Little pickle <laughs> Holy shit Little pickle in the house <laughs> Big folge <laughs> Big folge uh, Big deal Big <laughs> Big deal, little pickle. Big deal, little pickle, John. Let's go. All right, let's let's get into this. Quit, quit fucking around. <laughs> First up, we have Yamatori dot mh, and they say, "Among Us." God damn it, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm going to get as southern as possible here, y'all. Y'all <laughs> have really made me regret naming this motherfucking fanzine. <laughs> The dead among us. Y'all need Jesus. Y'all need fucking Jesus. <laughs> Look, the dead among us is a damn song. I didn't name it after that damn sh- <laughs> game. <laughs> I may hide a damn among us character on the on another edition of it eventually. <laughs> Just to be like, there you go. There you go. There, there there's your among us character. There's, you your, there's your little sus fuck. <laughs> there, there's your little sussy sussy wussy fuck. <laughs> But uh, speaking of the fanzine, thank you everybody for reaching out about it. Yeah, um, we uh, we've sent out more. Yeah, and we're getting more made to send yes. out even more. <laughs> yeah, because um, the demand for it was a lot higher than we expected. <laughs> yes. Um, again, at first, like it was like a couple people asked for them, of course, and then over the last week or so, pro- probably. Yeah. A bunch of people were like, "Oh, let me get in on that." I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay. Ever since uh, Artie from Now the Blade Tapes, yes, shouted it out, which you should go check out Now the Blade Tapes as well. Great yeah, fanzine, yeah, great fanzine, uh, great YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, yeah, it kind of blew up after that. Yeah. So, but thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank <laughs> you so much. Um, I hope it's worth your time. Uh, it's me essentially writing a shit post, but John writing his little gross movie article Wee. which is it's funny because like he does not like watching those yet he has subjected himself <laughs> to, to doing that for a zine uh, that'd be fun yeah <laughs> that'd be kind of funny yeah <laughs> uh next up we have mike brushaber have you seen the new terrifier any thoughts on it i quite enjoyed it uh i have not john has not no we've not seen it yet uh, most because of that fucking runtime. Yeah, I looked at that runtime, my knees shuddered. Yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I felt weak in the knees. Two hours is a bit much. <laughs> I was like, holy God. Yeah. I was actually listening to Mr. Parker uh, pretty much right before we went on air, and he was yeah. talking about how modern movies are too long. They really are. And I was like, man, I agree 1,000% with that. It's like, you know, it's like a series, but like... You combine all the damn Dahmer episodes together, and it's like a, it's almost ten hours or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like I ain't got time for that, man. I'm like, no, I can't. Um, I'll probably eventually check it out. I liked Terrifier. The I thought first it was one. whatever. You weren't a big fan of it. You're yeah. a little bitch boy. Probably need to rewatch it. I mean, probably, but I wasn't a big fan of it myself. Yeah. But 
but we'll probably eventually get to it. Yeah. I do think it's odd that Art the Clown is like blowed up as this like horror icon. I, I think it's a little early to call him a horror icon though. Well, I always think it's like, and this may just be me being conspiratorial. Yeah. Or uh, skeptic. <laughs> Conspiratorial. Or skeptic or pessimistic in a way. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, how much of this is like natural? How much of this is manufactured? Uh, because like when you see articles of people being like Terrifier Two, so scary, people were passing out and throwing up in the theater. I'm like, no, they didn't. No, they fucking did. That's Nobody did. You're lying. It may they may have had some kind of stomach bug and threw up, and now you're saying Terrifier Two did it, but I don't believe that for five seconds. No, and that's not me talking about the quality of the film. It may be a really good movie. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm just talking about the marketing of it. I mean, it's got this marketing reputation right now going around, and it's got people interested in it. People. Are, People who, uh, I've never heard a talk about Terrifier talking about this, so. Yeah. I, again, I wasn't the biggest fan of the first one, so I'm not the world's most interested in checking it out. Yeah, understandable. I probably eventually will, though. Yeah, but thank you, Mike Brusheber, for the question, as always. Yeah, I just now recently watched fucking Midsommar. <laughs> You're a little behind. It's yeah. okay. Yo. I haven't watched Get Out, either. <laughs> Next up, we have Rye One. He's What's up? Damn it, my mic cut out right when I was about to do that. He's a real wild one. Wild one. So, uh, Rye One says, What original movie prop would you most like to own? Oof. I think I know mine. I got two. Okay. It, it, I'd have to pick between the two of them, probably. But, you know, these are the two I would, like, if I had a chance to get to, I'd get to those first. Yeah. It would be one of the original lim- uh, limited configurations. Mm, yeah. From Hellraiser and one of the spheres from Phantasm. Yeah. Um, a how a, a this is a weird one. A, this is a weird an, one? yeah, an original haunted mask. Oh, from Goosebumps. Yeah, that would be kind of sick. I wonder what condition those are in nowadays. Probably so. not very good. They're probably getting pretty brittle. Yeah, probably falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Because uh, I didn't anticipate it to hurt, but it did. <laughs> Fucking damn it. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is another, another random one just came to my head for some reason. Uh, the Santa suit from Silent Deadly Night. That'd be kind of sick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's that. just what I'm going with because <laughs> something I haven't really thought about that much. Mm-hmm. That would like, be kind of props. What about a turd from Angel's Melancholy? No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I already uh, I have a turd from Angel Smell and Collie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. yeah. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> but I thank you, Rye One, for the question, as always. Yes. We thank always you. appreciate you, sir. Next up is Just Doe, and Just Doe has a couple questions. Oh, okay. Just Doe says, What up, my dudes? I'm looking forward to the Olaf. What? I said, What's up, dudes? I was living. I'm looking forward to the Olaf Ittenbach podcast. Are you picking up the next two extreme for mainstream Blu ray from a Baroque house in Unearthed? Yes, uh, I have already. <laughs> yeah, I already ordered uh, the uh, Blood Cards Inside trilogy. Yeah, I ordered it before it was announced as <laughs> going to be part of the yeah. two for mainstream. Well, it originally was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and then he kind of just dropped the Blu-ray, and then it was like, oh, this is actually part of the line. The only thing that triggers me is none of the other ones I have on are on Blu-ray. Well. So now we'll have like all the other ones and then just one Blu-ray at the end of it. Don't you have 29 Needles on Blu-ray, though? No. I thought it was on Blu-ray. No, I got them on DVD. Oh, well. Um... 
Yeah, those are three of them wanting to check out for a minute, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had that thing pre-ordered before it was announced as a two extreme, just because, like you said, I've been wanting to see those movies for yeah. a while. Ever since I heard John the Doe talk about them. Yeah. Um, as soon as that shit went up for pre-order, I got that. Yeah, we were on that. We are on that shit like a fly on shit. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> he also asked, also, what's your favorite film that has been released from Severn Films? Severn Films? Yes, from Severn Films. Um... Killing of America. Is Killing America is up there. That's a really good one. Um, Santa Sangre. Mm, yeah. Just because I'm a huge um, Alejandro Jodorowsky fan, and that might be my favorite Jodorowsky movie. And they yeah. They put out a great edition of it. They actually put out really two really good editions of it. Yeah. One's really, really good, and that one's good. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah, the original yeah. Blu-ray was good. <clears throat> yeah. But the new one is really, really good. It's a massive set. Also, Blood for Dracula. Blood for Dracula is Just a good set. Just because I, uh, I love like those weird Euro sleaze movies. The, uh, the thing is, like Severin puts out shit that I'm always like, hmm. Yeah. Am I interested? And they've been knocking out of the park with box sets in the recent memory. Yeah, they have. Like the Al Adamson set, uh, the Andy yeah. Milligan set. I want that fucking set so bad. <laughs> that <laughs> damn Al Adamson set has eluded me for so long. The Ray Dennis Steckler set. Yeah. The uh, all the haunts be ours, or be yours. All the haunts be yours. Uh, I think I think it is ours. Is it ours? Yeah. I th- that box set is insane, and the movies in it so far, what we've watched, have been all pretty good. Yeah. The two Christopher Lee sets. Yeah. The even like the Nasty Habits set. Mm-hmm. You know, recently they did House of Psychotic Women as well. Yeah. So they, I don't know, their box sets. They've been on the they've been on the box set game. Like, yeah. Even more than any other company I can think of. It's like I, I got the uh, standard of Blood, uh, not Blood for Dracula, but uh, Dracula versus Frankenstein, Al Adamson movie, mm-hmm. and the slipcover is fucking insane. Yeah. It, it's beautiful. Yeah. But those are some of my favorites. Yeah. I'd pick those up first if I was recommending them. <laughs> yeah, they specialize in Euro sleaze. Like, if you're like, oh, what should I get for uh, Black Friday? I'd go for those box sets first. Oh, yeah. Just because that's the best bang for your buck. If they're on sale. they should, At this point, they should, most of them should be. Yeah. yeah. But uh, thank you, Just Doe, as always, for the question. You're awesome. Yeah, thank you. Next up is Lunatic Butcher Horror. Hmm. I think you What's know up? him. Yeah. A, <laughs> sounds sounds familiar, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Will mm-hmm. <laughs> asks, could y'all unrelease every episode? Much love. Yeah, yeah, we'll get in on that. Yeah, I, I don't want to do this podcast anymore anyway, so. Yeah, just delete the whole everything. <laughs> see y'all later. See you. I basically just did the meme where the dude does the peace sign and disappears, but you can't see that because we're doing audio. Yeah. But it was funny. <laughs> I like how you had to explain it for it to be funny. Yeah, it was funny. When it was here, it was funny. We laughed. <laughs> the video is really funny. <laughs> Can you unrelease every episode? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, who wants them anyways? <laughs> what are they good for? They're just taking up space on the internet. That's true. They're floating out there in space or some shit. I don't know where they're at. They're in the fucking cloud, so... Just making a mess. People like Zuck can just stare upon them. You know, there's all kinds of junk in outer space. We're eventually going to bump into something. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lunatic Bitcher Horror. Thank you. And check out uh, Perlant. Perlant Granny Gangrene. And uh, was it uh, Graveyard Shits? Yeah, Graveyard. uh, Yes, Graveyard Shit. Yeah. 
Next up is Spooky Celluloid. <laughs> it's your boy. Got a bone to pick with you. Got a bone to pick with you. Every video you put up, you're saying some shit's making me angry. <laughs> you're making us angry, son. Pissing me off, son. <laughs> son of a bitch. We're going to travel up to Canada, son. <laughs> Stop a mud on that ass. Walk and drive. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. I know where you fucking live, son. <laughs> This is a threat, son. John 316 said, I just fisted your ass. Wait. <laughs> Wait, hang on a second. What? Wait. <laughs> Hold on a fucking minute. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we love you, Spooky. Yeah, we do. If you could put an end to any franchise, which one would it be? Personally, you probably expect me to say Scream, but no. I still think there's a, cinema, a chance Scream can be good if they reboot it as a Jalo and drop the meta humor. <laughs> For me, it would be Halloween. Just let it die. Well, it's still as, it was still as dignity. Finally, what mainstream franchise would you like to see come back? I like the Freddy, uh, the Friday remake. I, was, I thought I said the Freddy remake. I was about to be like the spooky. <laughs> now I'm fucking minute. The Friday remake. So I think they should make another one in that same vein. Lots of blood and titties. And then hmm. Francis says, "Butter my muffin and call me daddy." Huh. I'll do no such thing. No. Absolutely not. You're going to sugar my grits, though. Ooh. <laughs> sugar my grits. I don't like grits at all. Dude, I just know it's, it's like the epitome of like Southern food. When people think Southern food, grits is like one of the first things. Grits think to about. me is shitty ass fucking oatmeal. It's like sawdust. Yeah. In some mush. <laughs> sawdust and mush. Like, I, just give me a bowl of oatmeal. The dog. people put brown sugar and butter in it. Mm, this is delicious. Some people just put butter in that shit. Oh, God. Flavorless with just some butter. <laughs> it's the blandest of food. Yeah. Some so man, here's the thing. We live in the South. And some Southern food is actually really good. Yeah. Man, I'm not a big fan of a lot of it. It's a lot of meat and taters. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of meat potatoes. Uh I mean I, I guess I'm more into the but what in the South would be like Yankee food. <laughs> Yankee food. Yeah. We had some. Uh, we had a delicious Chinese meal today. A succulent, you might say. A succulent Chinese <laughs> meal. Get your head off my penis. Get your head off my penis. <laughs> Which uh, is like it was the most Americanized Chinese food you could ever yeah. eat, but it was still good. It's really good. <laughs> um, when it comes to horror franchises, like. Like, honestly, at this point, I think a lot of them should just die off. Yeah, I'm not a big franchise guy. Like, like you said, uh, let the Halloween franchise die off with some dignity. I don't think it has dignity anymore. I don't know. You know, again, I was listening to Mr. Parker right before we turned this thing on. Yeah. He was talking about Halloween ends, and, like, he really liked it. Yeah. That's the thing about that movie. It's really dividing people right now. And I get it both ways, you know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but just, you know, knowing what I know about it, I can see why it would be... Super divisive. I didn't watch Halloween 2018, though. No. <laughs> I didn't watch Halloween Kills, so I don't really have a dog in this fight, you know? Yeah, I, I haven't watched any of those either, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of Michael Myers. It's like, I know that's blasphemic, because, like, people love Michael. Like, he's, like, become, like, the dude. Yeah. You know, like, the Halloween fan base has become, like, the Tool fan base. <laughs> you know, where it's like they are obsessed with this guy and this character in these movies. When I think the majority of them are kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, five, six, seven, eight. I don't love Rob Zombies. No. So, like, five, six, seven, See, eight. I don't like two. Yeah, you don't even like two. So you like one, three, and you kind of like four. I think four is fine. <laughs> I like four. Yes. But like, I think the first one 
is a masterpiece. I think the second one's not great. Mm-hmm. The third one I, I love, and the fourth one's okay. You know, he was Mr. Parker was bringing up a great point about like you should just you should just be lucky. Cause like you know when people were like, I wish Halloween ended like this. Yeah. Like well you should just be you should just be thankful that it's out, because mm-hmm. if you're a fan of like, you know, Friday Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street, when's the last time those movies had anything? Two thousand ten. Yeah, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Something like that. Yeah, we have not had another sequel to those since then. Yeah, and they were all remakes. Yeah, and neither of them were great. One was really fucking bad, and one was okay. <laughs> one they just made Freddy a straight up just pedophile. Yeah. So it's like I got you know that mentality I completely understand like when he's literally saying that's like man that makes so much sense like for me like since like you know the Dead trilogy for instance right? yeah there'll never be another good Mm-mm. version of those movies no ever again you know no like it's um, dead and gone forever oh sorry about that <laughs> damn open that Diet Coke <laughs> yeah I'm drinking Diet Coke ain't there something Diet Coke supposed to give you cancer I, I fucking hope so <laughs> chug it down baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, but I agree. Halloween. I think it's time Just we, let it we go. lay it to rest, man. Michael. Yeah. Michael's tired. He's old. He's old. He and he wants children. children. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to lay him to rest. Let him let him retire. It, when it comes to bringing any of them back, though, like I, I want to see them bring back Friday the Thirteenth in the Friday modern 13th. climate. Yeah. It, like I just sleepaway camp. That would be wild. Except for four and five are horrible. We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> like, even like Child's Play had a resurgence. Yeah, it did. And then it has its own TV show. I was going to say, still does. Yeah. You know, it's still doing really well. And the TV show apparently does pretty decently well. I just, I'm just not the biggest horror icon guy anymore. Yeah, the franchise stuff just doesn't appeal to me like it used to. Um, I'd, I'd much rather, again, the, j- just to stay off the bat, this is not me being like sticking my nose up at anyone that oh, no, likes this stuff. Yeah. Um, again, like there's a lot of movies in within the franchises that I really like. Mm-hmm. It's just I I want to find stuff I've never heard of before. Yeah, I want to discover new stuff. I want to see stuff that is more, I, I guess, more obscure and just out there. Rather than like your big mainstream releases, yeah, which is why I haven't seen many of like the new shit. I tell you one that's kind of like people. I don't think people would think about it as a series or a franchise or whatever, but it's definitely like a loose trilogy, uh, Folgy's Gates of Hell trilogy. Yeah, I'd love to see a really talented filmmaker expand on that ideology and that lore a little bit more. Like, could you imagine if someone like this is a random director, but Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Expanding on that, like, for, I guess he's more of a artsy guy than yeah. in, in gore. What about the guy? Like, I know because you, you say Guillermo, it made me think about it because he's a part of Guillermo's new TV series. The guy who did Mandy, yeah, you know, he that would be in that nightmare logic world. Oh yeah, because he did uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow as yeah. well. You know, them going out and like, you know, someone going out and trying to find all the seven doors of death, yeah, and all the gateways to hell. You know, that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. Um. Again, it's weird what franchises are coming back to, though. It's like Halloween. It, to me, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, Michael was prime for return. Uh, Scream is an odd one. The Scream, it just keeps going. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't the last one just called Scream or something like that? Yeah, the newest one's called like Scream. Um, oh, good. 
Huh? I said, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so now you have to look out for which one you buy. Yeah, right. Like, which scream do I own? It's like Halloween. There's three movies called Halloween. Well, even it's like Candyman as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want you want uh, Candyman? Now you have to figure out which one is which. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, fuck. Just call it something else. Call it Halloween something. <laughs> or Candyman something. Not fucking the same title. As if it is a complete remake, which Halloween 2018 is not a remake. <laughs> I'd love a real satisfying ending to the Phantasm series and not that, like, Adobe After Effects littered... <laughs> Piece of shit that's Ravager. Don't don't even call it. Don't even do Adobe After Effects like that. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is. They just weren't very good at it. Oh my god. I yeah. <laughs> I you sh- you showed me bits and pieces of it. I was like, I have no desire to watching that. We'll have to one day. Oh god. But uh, thank you, Spooky, for the question as always. Yes. Next up, we have Garfield's left sack. Say that again. Garfield's left sack. One more time. Garfield's left sack. Excuse me? Brilliant name. All Changed right. my username once more, so sorry if y'all don't uh, don't recognize me. I believe so, because they were once Clown Milk, and they were also uh, Thomas Jefferson, I believe. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Rough times. Anyways, mm-hmm. what do you guys think about the recent horror films in theaters at the moment? Terrifier 2, Smile, Halloween Ends. I personally have my own varied opinions, but I'd love to hear each of yours about the mainstream. Cheers. Stay weird, y'all. Well, we're terrible at keeping up with shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, you've definitely seen more. I new saw releases. Barbarian. <laughs> you've seen more new releases than I have, and well, that's saying I saw, something. I'm say I saw Barbarian. Uh, yeah, and I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, I will say that I think it's cool that all of a sudden like horror is like a box office hit. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's good. The you know because that's gonna just bring out more horror movies. You know, the better horror movies do, the more horror movies get made. Yeah, and more horror movies get a chance. Like when something like Barbarian or Smile or Terrifier Two, you know, something that's not like Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, yeah, does really well in the theaters. Then that opens up opportunities for more non-franchise movies to get a chance. Yeah, in a wide release. Um, <clears throat> it's like Smile. The trailer, like here's something we gotta work on: trailers. Trailers for love of fucking Burn. God. Burn. Dude, it's not even that. It's just it's the using of a song to try to make it creepy. Yeah, is awful. All to- you need is just a little <laughs> patience. <laughs> and then it's like someone just stops and be like, "I ain't going in there." Like, back the song. God, these trailers suck. Yeah, they're horrible. Like the trailer to Smile, I was like, I'll never fucking watch that thing. Yeah, and then you start hearing like, oh, people think it's really good. I'm like, what? Yeah, you're like, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> it's good. The movie's good. Yeah. Or, are we sure? And I wanted to go see Smile, but with my work, like, you know, I go in kind of earlier sometimes, and I yeah. don't get off till late. So finding a theater around here that's open that I could go to is pretty much impossible. Yeah. And not just that. It's like we have so much shit sitting on the shelves oh, that we yeah. haven't seen that it's just like I, don't, I just don't have the time to just or the money to go to theaters because theaters are fucking expensive, especially since we have one. Yeah, we have one, so they got a monopoly on this area. They can charge yep. where the hell they want. You just better pay it. <laughs> yep. Uh, we went to go see was the Northman. Mm-hmm. It was like what fifteen something a ticket. It was crazy. Yeah. It wasn't. I don't think it's that bad now. But it was then. Yeah, it was like 15 at the time. Um, 
Yeah. It's like, and it's better if you got God help if you want any snacks or anything. Oh my God. <laughs> you better take out a bank loan. <laughs> or just knew that shit. And her theater sucks. Yeah. It's horrible. Like, they never project the movie right. Nope. You never know if it's going to be too cold to exist or too hot to live. Yeah, so you just prepare for the worst. <laughs> yeah. Worst case scenario. Like, I remember we went to go see Jackass. And that freezer, that, it was like a freezer. Yeah. Which for me is great. I love that. Yeah. But my biggest thing is like the movies are always misframed. Yeah, it's all like fucking janky and yeah, like there's always like it's either too high or too low. It's never right. The audio is, and this is supposed to be like a big theater. It's an AMC. Yeah, you know what I mean it's like oh you know, you got fucking Nicole Kidman's ass comes scrolling out like AMC. It's where move we make movies better. Yeah, it's like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you fucking don't. Uh, first part of problems, everybody. The best thing um, about that was we were watching one day and like I said, Nicole Kidman like she sits down in the movie theater seat and she's like AMC. We make movies better. And then my friend I was with leaned over and goes, the last time I was here, they didn't have straws. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Damn, that's good. Yeah, so, you know, there's not a lot of incentive to go to the theater around here. No. Um, But movies going to the theaters in the horror genre is always good because it gets people excited about um, horror again. Yeah, and that's always good. Where for a, a while there, it was literally just Marvel movie after Marvel movie mm-hmm. after Marvel Which is still going to be. Oh, yeah. It's going to be into that bubble bursts. Like, right now, we're in that period where it's like, in October, you're going to get a lot of horror movies. In, like, January, February, you get a lot of horror movies because that's kind of the dump period. Yeah. Where everyone's just kind of throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. Then by the time summer rolls around, your blockbusters are coming. Yeah. So you might as well just look out. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it is cool to see horror make a, a bit of a comeback in the mainstream, though. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, Garfield's left sack. <laughs> Damn. Good question. We hope everything is going well. Yeah. Yeah. Keep uh, on keeping on. Yeah, of course. Next up is the people's Mikey. The people's Mikey. <laughs> I can't do that right now if I tried. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, howdy, my dudes. What's up? Glad to see you guys. <laughs> like, that's a thing now. Howdy, my dudes. Howdy, my dudes. <laughs> Glad to see you guys just hanging in there. Yep. <laughs> Yep, that's a lot. Even more so this week than normal. Yeah, Although yeah. I'm on vacation, so I'm having the time of my life right now. Other yeah. than I'm freaking, I hurt my back. Yeah. That's been a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you hurt your back. Um, you're you're tired. You're old. You're tired. tired. <laughs> work for fucking children. children. Actually, I don't work with children. But a lot of children come to my store, and I hate every single one of them. <laughs> I, I hate kids. <laughs> Kid, dude, because I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone knows this. I, I clean banks. Yeah. These little bastards <laughs> put their grubby, nasty little hands all over the damn windows and just smudge the fuck out of them. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't stand them. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> We've all heard the story of Jorge. Jorge. We've all heard the story of Jorg Bugarit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Making necromantic as a response after German censorships. If the German government wasn't so anal, would, it, <laughs> anal. <laughs> would there be a necromantic and an Olaf Ittenbach? Or do you think those movies would still be made but without the impact? Looking forward to the Olaf Ittenbach episode. The hell scene in Burning Moon is one of the best and horrifying visuals I've ever seen captured in media. Yeah. You guys have a great week. I'm old. I'm tired. <laughs> I work with fucking, fucking children. children. Let me enjoy my muffins. Cheers. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> We're so that. behind on that too, bro. Yeah. Because we hadn't had an episode. Yeah, we haven't had an episode. That we've sat down and just recorded because the last one we did was with Herschel. Yeah, it was, it was like a... Uh, 
in an interview. interview yeah. <laughs> so we really haven't talked about the AEW that much. So <laughs> that's a fucking fiasco. I love that it's catching on. <laughs> um, would uh, would Ittenbach and Necromantic and all that stuff exist without the the German government being so strict? Uh, I think Necromantic definitely would not. You don't think so? I think I, the reason why I think that is because Necromantic was pretty much made in response. Yeah, but so was something like violent shit. Yeah, you know. I don't know if that would exist either, though. I think to an extent these movies would exist. I don't know if they'd be what they are. Yeah, and they would have been as crazy, you know, because like you know they're as insane on the top as they are as a big fuck you to the German censors. Yeah, but you know, like we just recently watched a movie called uh, "Fuck the Devil." And fuck the devil too, Return of the Fucker. Yeah, and uh, though they're SCPs. not, yeah, though they're not great movies, you can see like the horror influence on the German filmmakers. Oh yeah, in those films, like, especially movies like Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two are so fucking influential. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day, like how crazily influential those movies are. Like you, you can see it on this episode in general. Oh yeah, with um, I think a couple of these movies really. Yeah, yeah, almost all three of them. Yeah, <laughs> but like. Yeah, I I think they would eventually exist just because of that. Like I think that the you know Sam Raimi's reach in in the German gore market was so strong that I think Ittenbach and Bagarrett and Schnoz and all those guys would eventually picked up a camera and started making movies regardless. Yeah, I just don't know if they would have been as crazy. I don't know if it would have been the same movies though. I think they would have been the same movies. I just don't think they've been as as gory and crazy. Yeah. Because like I said, the only reason they were as gory, 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 I can't talk to you, <laughs> gory and crazy as they were was because they were a fuck you to the censors. Yeah. Uh, Which is, it is kind of funny to see them be like, oh, th- this shit's not okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we have, we have to censor this shit. And then you like, look a couple years down the line at the fucking porn yeah. they're producing. It's like, you know, it starts with you know, Bagarrett and Ittenbach and ends with Dora. Yeah. Woo, God. <laughs> Which is crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, the gap between those is insane, Jesus. you know? Yeah, I didn't like, think about that. Like, how to get to there? How to get this extreme? Yeah, how to get to this point? <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, I, I think those movies would still exist because I don't, I think, you know. Guys like Bagarrett and Ittenbach and Schnoz, you know, they became filmmakers because they were fans of movies. Yeah. They were already fans of movies, so they would have probably eventually made movies. Yeah. I'm not saying they wouldn't have made movies. I just don't know if they would have made the same movies they did. They wouldn't have been as rebellious and crazy, though, I think. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't have been as much of a fuck you to their country. Right. As they created, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I Yeah. I, I understand both sides, though. Thank you, fuck you, bye. People's thank Mikey. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Fuck the OGPM. OGPM. Next up is the old boil. The, the old what? The old boil. Hell yeah. The man formerly known as JK Bitch here. Ah. With a new username, now inspired by a song from German thrash metal band uh, Protector, rather than any mm. naughty Japanese cartoons. Ah, gotcha. What's the most ill-fitting attempt at humor you've seen in an otherwise disturbing film? Last House yeah. on the Fucking Left. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. The chicken scene in Last House on the Left. Fuck. Like, the, the, these two girls get raped and murdered. Brutally. Horrifically. Like, I think, like, it's been a minute since I watched Last House on the Left, so excuse me if I'm wrong, but I think it comes almost directly after the piss your pants scene. Yeah, he's like, piss your pants, and then she walks into the damn lake and gets shot. Well, that's later on. Is that later on? Yeah. 
and then the fucking chicken truck happens, and it's like, what the fuck? Not to mention that's like they kidnap them in in the hotel room, right? Yeah. And they insinuate that they already raped them once there. Yeah. Because they kind of like start like you know gathering in on them. And yeah. She's like, no, no, and it cuts to black, right? Yeah. And then the next time we see him, it's like, here comes Sadie Weasel and crew. <laughs> yeah. I love Last House on the Left. I really do. I think yeah. it's a great movie. But I think if you cut out some of those comedic moments, it would be so much better. I, th- I think that's why I prefer I Spell in Your Grave. Yeah. I, I get that. I, I probably prefer I Spell in Your Grave as well. But I don't know. David Hess's performance as Krug is so good. That, oh, it that, is. It, it makes that movie like amazing in its own. You know, It doesn't need anything else. Yeah. No matter the flaws, David Hess is so good that, like, perfect example of that, even though I think the guy who plays basically Krug in the uh, the loose remake yeah. Chaos, but he's not as strong as David Hess shows that. Yeah. You know, although I, I think Chaos is okay. I've not seen it, so. But yeah, that's probably for me. It's Last House on the Left. Yeah, Last House on the, Last House on the Left. Um, and you occasionally get other movies that are similar. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. That's one of my big pet peeves is like, no when to put humor in a movie. Yeah. It's okay to have levity because like, sometimes when movies get so extreme, it's okay to have a point where it's be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> to let you breathe a little bit. But when it's so absurd and just like, because that chicken sink could have been out of a damn Don Knotts movie. Yeah. It's that ridiculous. You know what I mean? Well, it, it would be like, th- this uh, sheriff who knows that these two, like, these, not these two, but these, like, group of, like, rapist murderers who are, like, extremely violent and dangerous are on the run and their car is in their di- their precinct. Yeah. Instead of just explaining that to the lady, right? She's mm-hmm. he's just like, now, th- now listen, this is an emergency. And she's like, I get rid of these chickens. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> this is really fucking stupid. It would be the equivalent of the scene in Hereditary, the, the scene that we all know. Yeah. And it fought, being followed up by like, like again, to an ex- extreme of an example here, it, it feels like the equivalent <laughs> of like that scene being followed up by like Chris Farley's decaffeinated crystals, <laughs> or uh, Jim Carrey talking out of his ass from Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be like, wh- why? Yeah, I don't know. I love Last House on Lefo. It's not me shitting on that movie at all. I actually really like it a lot. Yeah. But that, that yeah. That whole, the, the cops in general, just, they're so bad. Yeah. Because ain't there a point where like, he puts his ear on the ground, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm listening for cars or something like that. Yeah. And he's just like, what the fuck? The two cops are the fucking worst. And then it cuts back to Krug and the, and the crew, and it's like, this is so fucking bleak. Yeah. Like, the tones are just so different. It, it, it's it's jarring. That another thing that's jarring, and I think it's jarring with a lot of Wes Craven's movies, is the fucking booby traps. Yeah. But that's for another day. That's a rabbit hole for another day. <laughs> the old Boyle says, I don't know what crack they were smoking when they put silly circus music in the background of the electronic or the electrocution scene in Faces of Death. <laughs> <laughs> but it had to be some good shit. <laughs> also, the overarching plot of a Serbian film is bizarrely comedical to me, com- comical to me. Like when you were a kid and tried to do outdo your friends by coming up with the most outrageous and disgusting shit possible. The way Milo kills the bad guy is all also kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And speaking of hentai, honorary mention goes to Rance, Rance the Desert Guardian, 
which is the real, which is, huh? which is, I can't read. <laughs> I need to pre-read these. I'm terrible. I'm sorry, folks. Which is this really mean-spirited hentai about a Conan the Barbarian-style toxic masculine douchebag who goes around killing and raping women. Jesus. But at the drop of a hat, they throw in some Scooby-Doo-style slapstick where he has to dress up as a salesman to gain entry to a castle, etc. Curious to hear your guys' picks. That's yeah. a good ones. Yeah, that's that's pretty good there. Um, the music in uh, Faces Death in general are uh, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like sometimes, like it. Okay, this is a different movie completely here. Um, I think sometimes it works in these movies, but a lot of times it's over the top. Mm-hmm. And leading into documentaries here, uh, Traces of Death. Traces of Death. <laughs> From like the second one onward, it's just death metal blaring. Blaring, yeah. Over real death or something of the of that sort. And it's so fucking over the top. Yeah, agreed. Where it's like, there's a couple occasions where it worked <laughs> pretty well because they used different styles of music. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh God, that's actually kind of haunting. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Dora, oh my god! Even though there's nothing comedical about Dora's movies, yeah, the scene in Angel's Melancholy, <laughs> where the dude dies and everybody's sad, yeah, and they're playing this like beautiful like crescendo epic music. It may even be David Hess, to be honest with you, yeah. And, and she just shits and pisses on his face, yeah. Like if you don't laugh at that, I don't know. <laughs> like you know, I don't know how you take that seriously. Well, that movie has a cat having its throat slit in it, yeah. Right. And then you also have fucking uh, that one dude. What's his name? The bald headed dude. Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, whatever. Casper he, and Frank or something like that. Yeah, he knocks the fucking girl over and just shits all over. <laughs> just that like, one, that scene always stuck out to me. Oh, the death, his death. Yeah. Because they're like giving him like a Viking funeral and shit like yeah. that. And they're all just like, oh, oh, oh. And it's playing like that L.A. Beast esque <laughs> music. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about with that? Like. Yeah, and like she just like shits on his face. <laughs> And I'm just like, man, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> I do not like Angels <laughs> at all. It's fucking garbage in my opinion, but... <laughs> but thank you, old boil, formerly known as J.K.B. Bitch. <laughs> let's, let's have a send out to the username of J.K. Bitch. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. They're not dead, just the No, name. no, the, the, user, <laughs> the username is dead. Uh, next up is Scum Vomit. Scum Vomit. What up, dudes? Living. <laughs> Hope everything's going pretty good with you guys. It's not. I'm not reading well tonight. <laughs> I am in <laughs> agony over here. Since Halloween is coming up, was wondering what are some of your go-to movies for the season? Mm. What are some of your favorites? But you feel are pretty overrated. Overrated. Yeah, really looking forward to this week's show. I bought The Burning Moon a few years back and have watched it over and over and over again. Love the gore and the whole look of the film. Take it easy, dudes. Hashtag Bolt Gang. Well, now now you lost me on that last one there. You had me the first half. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) Now we got Butter Gang and Bolt Gang. Y'all get the hell out of here with this (laughs) bullshit. No, we're Butter Gang. Oh, fuck shit. (laughs) What are you doing? Margarine Mafia. Yeah, the Margarine Mafia. Now the Bolt Gang. Good God. What are um, some of your go-to Halloween movies? Uh, I feel like we may end up talking about this. Yeah. There might be, depending on how Matt feels. I'm going to try to get through this because I, I may be having surgery tomorrow. Yeah. 
if I have a mouth surgery tomorrow, I'm not going to come in here to record and be like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to go to Halloween 3. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There may or may not, depending on what happens yeah. tomorrow, yeah. be something coming up that has something to do with that. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. If not, here's a few of them. Yeah. Uh, you started there, brother. Uh, the barn. That's a big one for yeah, me. Yeah, the barn. You great. know, ever since it came out, uh, I kind of fell in love with it. It feels like an R-rated Goosebumps movie. It does. Yeah. It has such a beautiful Halloween feel without going too over the top with it. Yeah, like another movie that'll be on another list. Oh boy, <laughs> that's gonna cause some shit. Um, this is a fucking random ass one, but we watched it this time of year. And my God, it's a, it's a blast! Fucking Night Killer! Oh my God, Night Killer! Night Killer is a train wreck from Frame One. <laughs> but it's hey, buddy, so fun. What happened to your clothes? I got molested in the little boys' room. Mm. Fried chicken, French fries. fries. I don't. Th- I don't does KFC sell French fries? I don't think so. I don't. I, maybe I think they, they do sell now. potato wedges. I think they do now. I think there is KFC French fries. Not now, back then, but not back then. It was always wedges, as far as I know. Yeah. Not to mention, it's called Night Killer. Not a single frame of that movie takes place at night, unless the aquarium scenes at night. I don't think so. It's during the day think, during yeah. the establishing shots. <laughs> God, that movie is something else. They do the same kill four times. They just keep using the same shot. Okay, Night Killer is Texas Chainsaw 3 in Italy. Yeah. And it is, uh, it's also a Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff. Yeah, it's it's old Claudio Fregazzo. Oh, my God. The man, the myth, the legend. The king. The king of shit. No, he's the prince, because Bruno's the king. Yeah, Bruno's king. Yeah. Also, for me, WNUF Halloween special. Oh, yeah. One yeah. of my favorite lines in movie history. <laughs> what about you, Draco? Back there, what do you think happened? Did someone die here? Yeah, that's why we're here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Halsu. Oh, Halsu's great as yeah. well, yeah. We were supposed to do that on an episode a long, 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 long time ago before we uh, we called the quits for a bit. Mm. And I was the first time I watched that, and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, and I rewatched really it this season, and it's amazing. Um, I'm going to throw in one for me and you both to talk about uh, The Witch. Oh, yeah, The Witch. The Witch is fucking incredible. Um, some more for me. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, my God, yeah. I love that fucking movie so much. <laughs> it's it's so fun. It's so much fun, and I think it just really captures like the, the, se- the reason for the season, if yeah. you will, you know? That child fun. Um, one t- I'm going to add to the rotation for October in years to come is Creep Tales. Creep Tales! Creep Tales! Yeah, Creep Tales was awesome. Yeah. Uh, we we were going to do the same thing with Frank in his past because we actually enjoyed it. We rewatched it today and that, well, you know. It's a bit tasking. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah, it's a bit tasking to get through. I feel like it may be a long time for we rewatch that one. <laughs> Uh, one that's for me that's like not <laughs> Halloween related at all, but I always watch it this time of year just because I think it has a brilliantly like beautiful fall feel even though it's not supposed to. Yeah, is a uh, sleepaway camp. Yeah, like of all the like you know the summer camp slashers were filmed at, during fall and winter because the summer camps were closed. Yes, and um, that one in particular, like you can just tell it's cold. The yeah. leaves are orange. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it looks like fall. Like, more so than a lot of movies that try to look like fall. It does, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so bizarre. It is. Uh, the Nostril Picker. <laughs> I don't know why. We watch this every, every single fucking year. <laughs> I don't know why. That and Hack-A-Lantern. Though I love it. Oh, fucking Hack-A-Lantern. Yeah. 
power of the blood. Power in the blood. <laughs> Ipoc, man. That guy's amazing. He's a fucking legend. Legend right there, dude. Um, God rest his soul. God rest his soul, yeah. <laughs> now I'm upset. What about some, uh, uh, what are some that are favorites, but you feel are pretty overrated? We don't really do this very often. We're pretty no. positive. Which I, I think a lot of mine are still going to be positive because I, I still think they're good movies. Yeah. They just don't click with me. Yeah. For instance, I know this is blasphemy. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Yeah. Trick or treat. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if John's going to go down on his, on his shield on this one, then I'm going to go down with him. I completely, 1,000% understand why it has gained such cult following. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it look the feel of Halloween in that movie is just intense. Like, yeah. Even, you know, like, it's just like, it's everywhere. It's oozing Halloween spirit. Oh, yeah. I just don't think any of the segments are all that good. I don't think they're very strong, no. No, I think, you know, individually they're all pretty damn weak. And one segment in particular is super fucking unrealistic. Yeah, I don't... The the bus? Yeah. The bus one, I don't like at all. No. I just can't buy that, like, every parent of these kids are like, we gotta kill these kids. Yeah. It's like, if it was, like, one of them, like, one parent's like, hey, man... I'll pay you to make this look like an accident. Yeah, then that would sure make, that makes it make sense. But yeah. it's like all oh, the parents were just like they all ganged up and were like we got to kill our kids, man. We got to get rid of them. We got to get rid of them. And not a single parent was like I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, they're all just on board. Like let's go, let's kill these. Let's kids. do the, let's kill them fucking kids. <laughs> Mass kid murder, familiacide. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen. Um, but again, I get it. I yeah. completely understand why people love that movie. And Sam's awesome. You know, Yo, Sam's He's a great, great icon. Yeah. Just for me, that movie just don't click the way it does for other people. Yeah. I'm going to go with probably another one that might stir up some controversy. I know I posted this when I was doing the Instagram story because I gave up. Because I can't keep up with it no more. Uh, the Strangers. Yeah, I agree with that one. I... I'm going to be honest, I can't fucking stand that movie. Yeah, I don't like it either. I watched it one time and I despised it. I don't think it's scary at all. No. I think the ending's kind of silly. It's not like even... it's supposed to be shocking and like... <gasps> but like, it's just like, okay, it's a random killing. And? Yeah. I feel like there's other movies that do that concept way better. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's just not scary either. Yeah. Like, I feel like the, the music cues give away all the scares. Yeah, they, they really do. Um, they give away all the scares. I don't think that the main dude in the uh, the our villains, the strangers, looks scary at all. I think he looks like Captain Underpants. He looks like he's got fucking Fruit of the Loom on his head. <laughs> what was he talking about the other night? I was like, it'd have been better if it was like, why are you doing this to us? And he just cuts to him. He's like, he's just like, why are you doing this? Greedy with him, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about let's, if we're gonna keep going like with like hot takes? Yeah, even though I hate hot takes. Um, am I the only one? <laughs> yeah, which we're not going that way out. Like no, no. Like no, I, no. I get what people like the strangers. I get it. Yeah, I just personally I just, don't. I personally can't stand that fucking movie. This is one that like when someone gives this movie five stars, I get it. Yeah, it's just a movie that falls apart for me. Okay, and I think you too. I think we've talked about this. Oh God. And we watched it just recently. Yeah, we did. Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. <laughs> God damn it. Freddy Krueger, icon. Icon. Give it up to him. Yeah. And I completely understand why people love this movie. And I think growing up with this movie um, is beneficial. Yeah. Because uh, um, I knew Freddy Krueger as a kid. Yeah. But the first Nightmare on Elm Street I ever saw was three. 
Right. And I didn't see the original Friday, uh, not Friday, the original Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street until I was a teenager. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I liked it. But, for me, the first half of Nightmare on Elm Street is a five-star movie. Yeah. Like, all the way up to, like, Tina in the body bag, all that shit. Yeah, it's fantastic. so good. But. <laughs> we get to a scene that really hurts the movie, like, a shit ton, and I never hear anybody talk about it. And someone who really loves this movie, you know, message us and defend it. Yeah, of course. Because I would love to hear, like, an argument against my point. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, maybe that helped me get back around to be like, oh, no, I get it now. Yeah. There's the scene where she's having the sleep test done. And she's going, she's having a nightmare. She's fighting Freddy in her nightmares. Mm-hmm. And they wake her up, and she's holding Freddy Krueger's hat. Yeah. And even in the hat, it says Fred Krueger on it. Yeah. And her mom still doesn't believe her. And still like, you just need to go sleep. You'll feel better when you get some sleep. It's like, no, you pulled the fucking hat out. Here's the proof, Mom, that if I go to sleep, right I'm, here. I'm dead. Yeah. Why are you telling me to go sleep? Why are you trying to drug me? Why are you locking the doors? Why are you taking away my coffee? Yeah, are you trying to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... The shittiest parents ever. And God love Wes Craven. I think he's a great filmmaker. Yeah. That man loved booby traps like you read about. Oh my God, dude. Almost every movie that dude ever did had booby traps in it. It's like, he'll have odds, booby traps. Booby traps. Last house on the left, booby traps. Number on the street, booby, booby traps. traps. And at one point, like, Freddy, like, does almost like a prop fall off the top of the stairs. Whoa! Like, it might as well have, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, music on it. Oh my God. Yeah, for me, the second half of Nightmare on the Street is like a one-star movie. Yeah. Like, I don't like it at all, other than Johnny Depp's death, which is really good. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking insane. So, like, I don't know. For me, it, like, kind of falls in the middle, where it's like, it's good. Yeah. And I get why people absolutely love it. I just can't forgive those moments, you know what I mean? I know this is definitely a movie that I actually really enjoy that you do not. Mm-hmm. That people, I imagine people watch quite a bit during this season. That's Hatchet. Yeah, I don't like Hatchet at all. I it's think very Hatchet- similar in... in, in why I don't like, or not that I don't, I don't want to say I don't like Nightmare on Street. I like Nightmare on Street a lot. Yeah. I think it's a really good movie, you know? Yeah. And I think Hatchet's okay. Yeah. I don't like the first half of Hatchet at all. I hate those characters. I hate the comedy. I hate the jockey attitude comedy. Well, again, I I can excuse it because it's also of the, of the era. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like, uh, we're getting Red Sin Tower. We watched that today. Mm-hmm. And all those characters are kind of similar in their attitude. It's a lot more goofy in Hatchet. Yeah. And then, like, once the murder starts and then the killings start happening, it gets, like, dark and super serious. Yeah. And I'm like, that. it totally just completely shifts. And I don't know. I don't I don't like that at all, that movie. I, don't, I, I like Hatchet. I think it's fun. Yeah. That's a few of them. Um... Bolt. Yeah. Bolt gang my balls. <laughs> Do I? Bolt gang my balls. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to pump some silicone up my nuts. Oh, no. Like a bee. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll have, uh, you'll have fucking cantaloupes. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Scum Vomit, for the question as always. Yes. Hopefully we did not offend nobody <laughs> with our... I don't bit. think so, because I think we're being very fair about it. Yeah. Hiya. This comes from Hal Monastone. Uh, hi. <laughs> the homie. <laughs> What's up? Hope all is good. If you were to make a Sick on Music episode, which three albums would you choose and why? Dude, we actually talked about this. Yeah, we've talked about doing... 
sick uh, on some. We call it sick on some of them. Stereo, sick on stereo. Yeah, um, yeah. It was gonna be like a one-off episode where we talked about like disturbing music. Yeah. Full albums though. Uh, the first one popped in the head is uh, Danny Brown's Atrocity Exhibition. Yeah, that one's fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's basically an album about a guy who's like, I know I'm a drug addict. I know it's killing me, but I can't stop. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw in Corn uh, and Self Titled. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one too. Because oh my god. Well, that's that's a fucked one. Like, there's just tons of songs on there that are like oh my god. I'm trying to think a third one though. Prowler in the Yard. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Pig Destroyer Prowler in the Yard. Prowler in the Yard is like, again, it took me a long time to figure this out. But when you read the lyrics from top to bottom of the album, it essentially tells a story of someone who becomes obsessed with a girl and one and kills her. And fucks her head. Yeah. <laughs> and all the songs tie into one another, literally. Yeah. To the point where, like, it's hard to listen to any individual track without listening to, and listen to the whole thing. It basically reads like a manuscript of a psychopath. Yeah. It's one of my favorite albums. Tonally, though there's really no lyrics in it, I would uh, throw a shout out for Sun O, Black One. Yeah. Just because it's a sonic attack and leaves you with a very unsettled feeling. Yeah. Oh god, what was them that one fucking song? Hmm? There's a song uh, from a band I came across recently called Meth Witch. Yeah, I was that, if we're doing songs, there's a few I can think of. Oh yeah, well but we did we did albums. I think it'd be fair to do songs too. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what's them that fucking song? Go ahead and talk. Uh, Cage, Ballad oh of Worms. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> that's one of the most fucked up songs I've ever heard in my life. About a guy whose uh, wife is uh, chronically ill and uh, dying, and he's taking care of her and the horrors that it causes. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked up. <laughs> it's brutally fucked up. I think it's called Brimstone Heart mm -hmm. by Meth Witch. It's, I guess it falls into the death metal, deathcore realm. Mm -hmm. But it opens with a track of someone like screaming. Like, not like a metal scream or anything like that. Like,. Like it almost sounds like a 911 phone call. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. The whole album it just has this like feeling of despair. What were we talking about recently where they like they locked a uh oh Merciful Fate, wasn't it? No. no. That was Sun O. Sun O Yeah on, on the that album Black One, they had a vocalist from another band, I don't remember the guy's name. But he was claustrophobic, and they put him in a coffin to record vocals. Yeah. And he pretty much is just him screaming. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time. Uh, Dance with the Devil. Dance with the Devil, yeah. Immortal Technique. Just go listen to it. Yeah, just listen to it. It's brilliant. Uh, Mind Playing Tricks on Me. Ghetto Boys. Ghetto Boys. A lot of rap. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of rap. Uh it's because they're great storytellers is what it yes. is. You know? Is it is it she or her by Tyler the Creator? Uh it's off uh, the first album. Yeah. It's off Goblin. Yeah. Oh, if we're, we're gonna go with like just disturbing tracks, uh, I'm I'm gonna scrap that one because it, it it is fucked up. Tron Cat. Tron Cat, yeah. Tron Cat is one of the most fucked up songs I've heard in it's purposely years. just like mean spirited. Yeah, and gnarly. Um a lot of songs by Brother Lynch Hong. Brother Lynch Hong in general, just his whole catalog. Yeah, his whole catalog will fuck you, <laughs> fuck you up. 
Got to get some ICP in there, Courtney. <laughs> hey, there might be the, ICP. This fans. one's for the Juggalos and Juggalettes. There might be some ICP. Hey, if ICP you're a Juggalo, fans. you do you. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> whoop, whoop. It's uh, <laughs> here for our clown homies. Whoop, whoop. It's <laughs> here for the clown homies. Hal <laughs> um, has some more questions. Oh, okay. Disney or Ghibli? Oh. I think it's got to be Disney. Ghibli's amazing. <sighs> yeah. Like, uh, I've also seen way more Disney than I have Ghibli. Yeah. Because I'm, a, I'm, a un, I'm uncultured. Here's a, here's an unknown fact about me. I'm a huge Studio Ghibli fan. Yeah, you have like a big box set of their shit. Yeah. Which ended up being bootleg, which pissed me off. Well, I mean, you didn't know that. I didn't know at the time. I was young and dumb. <laughs> young, 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 dumb, and on Amazon. Young, dumb, and broke. I literally was young, young, dumb, dumb. <laughs> young, young, dumb, dumb young, dumb, and broke. And broke. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? Amazon. That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, like some of my favorite movies are Spirit Away, Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Um, Grave of the Fireflies. Uh, Spirit Away played on Cartoon Network when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And the fucking glob monster from that thing scared the shit out of me. Ponyo. I even love Ponyo. Yeah. With the ham ramen bowls. But yeah, for me, again, I need to watch a lot of this shit. But, I mean, come on now. Disney, Lion King, Aladdin, yeah. uh, uh, Pocahontas, and uh, Mulan, you know, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's got to go Disney. Again, f- fun fact about... Toy uh, Story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact about me is I'm a big Pixar fan. Yeah, yeah. I love Pixar stuff. I think their shit is fantastic. They, of course, miss every so often. This next one I'm not so sure about. Okay. Kate Bush or woman with a thick bus? <laughs> I know who Kate Bush is. I know who Kate Bush is, yeah. I know who Kate Bush was pre-Stranger yeah. Things, too, by the way. Just make that clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. I hate when people get mad. Like, you didn't know my dad. I know my dad. It's like, so? Yeah. If they like the music now, then, hey, cool. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure a lot of people got... Uh, you know how many songs are in my like my playlists that I discovered through like skate videos? I had no clue who they were before skate videos. There's if songs, you have that mentality, you're stupid. You're not discovering music. Get out of here. There's so, yeah, there's songs I discovered th- through uh, movies. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, shit, that's really good. Like, even though the movie kind of pisses me off somewhat, High Tension. Yeah. It has, uh, was a newborn by Muse. Yeah. Even though going back and listening to that song now, it's too long. You think it's too long? It's like seven minutes. I like that song a lot. I don't like a lot of other muse. Right on. <laughs> Sounded <laughs> ass. <laughs> Dude, that new fucking muse album blows dick. <laughs> oh my God, we're all fucking fucked. <laughs> Dogs. But I don't know what woman with a thick bus is. Yeah, I have no idea. Unless you're talking about a girl with a big booty. Hmm. Which, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I'm all there. <laughs> John's like, screw Kate Bush. Yeah. See you, Kate Bush. <laughs> yeah, my, I don't know. My album recommendation this time around is We Insist from 1960 by Max Roach. Hmm. Some aggressive avant jazz. Oh, God. Have fun, keep October spooky, and climb that tree like it was a bucket filled with jelly. Mmm. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Give me a biscuit. Hey, I've, That's I've, the most southern thing I eat is biscuits. Uh, I'm going to throw an album recommendation. Oh. Uh, Born Against, Amigo the Devil. Oh. Perfect for this time of year. Yeah, kind of spooky too. Yeah. Kind of fucked up. Yeah, kind of fucked up, especially yeah. with that one track. Quiet as a rat. 
Not, no, not, not, not that. That no. one's fucked up too, bro. It is, but I'm talking about how to fry fish. Yeah. That's almost, that interlude's fucked. Next up, Lost Boy Soul 71. Any future releases that you are looking forward to watching? Hmm. Uh, my big one right now, the number one I could think of that's like, it's not up for, like, it's not even up for pre-order yet, but I yeah. know it's coming, is Dr. Caligari. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. It's coming to my, like, uh, uh, how do you say, uh... Attention? Yeah. Within the last little bit, and, like, just the imagery and shit like that looks fucking crazy, and... Yeah. I, I want to see it. Um... Yeah, there's a the thing is like when it comes to the, uh, newer releases, like I feel like a lot of the shit I get excited for is stuff I've seen. But again, of course, like of course, Doctor Quiet Gallagheri. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about that fucking Bollywood set they're talking about dropping oh, too. Because I'm not a Bollywood guy. Those movies are insane. Yeah, I, they're just not for me. They're too long. They're too weird. Which is weird for me to say, but it's like I mean, like Mahakal, for instance, right? Even though I've not like seen Mahakal, I've seen yeah. Highlights of Mahakal. Yeah. It's like it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street knockoff, and then Michael Jackson just shows up. Not yeah. the Michael Jackson. Not the, but, not the, the, the real guy who's Michael supposed Jackson. to be Michael Jackson. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't do this. Yeah, I was watching. Not uh, for two and a half hours. I can't do this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's Bollywood. It may. It's another country. Maybe Turkish. It was like, it's, it's either Bollywood or Tur- Turkey. I don't remember. But it's a uh, child's play ripoff where they have this fucking essentially like Raggedy Ann doll that's like <laughs> killing people and they like bury it. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've not been paying a whole shit ton of attention to what's coming out. Yeah, not not as of recently. I'm broke. Yeah. It's I, a fucking blood, joke. Blood crows inside. I'm excited for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, um, God damn. Uh, there was one I had in my head and I've lost it. What was it? Oh, Roadhouse. No. <laughs> Roadhouse is cool, though. Oh, yeah, it's cool. That's a big, really, yeah, big get for uh, Finger Syndrome. Uh, my order shipped, but I'm excited to see the transfer for Texas Chainsaw 2. Oh, yeah. The new 4K transfer. Yeah. I'm excited about that. This is not a new release by any fucking means, but uh, Herschel was talking to me about a movie called uh, Psycho Gothic Lolita. Oh. And he sent me some video uh, from it while he was watching. He was like, look at this crazy ass shit. And I was like, I'm getting that on Amazon right now. <laughs> Yeah, I immediately bought that bought. thing. Yeah. It looks insane. It's one of those, like, uh, Japanese-like gore. Severin fests. announced a bunch of Bruno Mattei action movies. I'm definitely going to mention Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Strike Commando fucking rules. Yeah. Jakarta! Jakarta! <laughs> That's uh, of some. Like I said, I've not been paying... Damn it. Ooh. Damn it, man. I've not been paying a, a whole shit ton of attention to, like, new releases. Yeah. Just because it's, like... I've been watching a bunch of shit for October. You know, I keep up with everything. I mean, Arrow had a picture of Cthulhu today and said new announcements coming soon. I'm sitting there being like, please, Necronomicon. Yeah. Please, Necronomicon. (laughs) Please don't be a reanimator box set. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Not that I don't love reanimator, but you've put them out already. Yeah. We don't need a box set of them. You've already put those out on special editions. Yeah, just fucking do Necronomicon. Yeah, please be Necronomicon or like Dagon or anything. (laughs) And also something I I just want to bring up is I am so happy that Mono Macabro got Dr. Caligari rather than other some other companies. Like shit in the box. Yeah, shit in the box. Like, I wasn't going to go by name. I'll go by name. Fuck Screen Factory. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They'll, damn it. They'll come on your Child's Play disc. And the uh, Petri Dish edition of the Child's Play movie. <laughs> as uh, Dead Pit said. 
That shit look fucked. <laughs> like foul. Yeah. And they're like, it's just some kind of chemical we use to preserve shit. You wipe like, it off. What is it? <laughs> and what is this fucking gelatinous goo you got on your fucking... Don't just be vague about it. We need to know, is it harmful? Should I be touching it? <laughs> yeah. When I open my disc, I should not be worried about the stuff coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. You fucking monsters. But uh, thank you, Lost Boy, Boy Soul 71. Yes. Next up is regional... Uh, what? <laughs> Reginald Grimsby. Mm. What up, fellas? Long time listener, first time caller. Next Gr- caller. <laughs> greatest moment in wrestling. Shockmaster debut mm. or Steiner Math promo? Oh, bro, how can I choose? I know. How can I choose between two of my all time fucking favorite moments in wrestling? <laughs> like. That or Dusty with the bicycle. You got a bicycle. You got a bicycle. The Shockmaster, just everything about it is just beautiful. It's gold. Like, they're, you got Sid Vicious there, which is already like, off. Oh, mm, mm, yeah, he, he's already losing his mind. Yeah, Sting's like, all, all, we, all I got. Shut up. <laughs> just, shut up. Shut up, Sid. <laughs> Put the fuck up, Sid. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> all I got to say is we're about to shock the world because it's the shock master. master. All the, right. And the timing of everything. You would think it was <laughs> scripted. But it's not. Because you get the commentators, all right, and then immediately <laughs> eat shit and his helmet goes flying off. It's incredible. And then you hear Ric Flair in the background, oh, God. And you hear Davey Boy in the background being like, he fell on his ass. Everything about that is just brilliant. It's so good. Steiner math's amazing, too. And the fact that you can do that math... And it works out. Yes. And it's correct. It's amazing. Yeah. But I gotta go Shockmaster. Yeah. There's just nothing like the Shockmaster. I'm gonna throw in one here, and that's uh, David Schultz beating the fuck out of that douchebag reporter. Oh, Stotzel? Yeah, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> I think it's fake. Fake? Think, fake? Boom! Open hand slap. Is that fake? Is that fake? <laughs> and then that dumbass gets back up, and he hits him again, even harder. <laughs> so good. Also, favorite trash masterpiece film? Oh my god There's so many Dude fucking Bruno's the king of this shit yeah. though The first one that popped my head was like Hell of the Living Dead Hell of the Living Dead um, I'm gonna go with fucking um, Strike Commando Strike Commando Dude Think about Strike Commandos It's almost really good Just just legitimately really good It's almost really good And then there's just weird shit Like him throwing somebody off a waterfall That was not there uh, no. The shot before <laughs> It's fucking incredible. Like they weren't even in the same location before he threw him off the water. No. And and the oh my god, how can you forget about? Can you tell me about Disneyland? <laughs> There's popcorn everywhere. <laughs> There's trees made of cotton candy. Like what are you talking about? Disneyland does not look like any of this. It's not Willy Wonka. <laughs> Disneyland is a capitalistic nightmare. You're talking about Willy Wonka's fucking factory. <laughs> you got the wrong thing, fool. What have you done? But uh, you know what? I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna give some fucking love to man. We've already have, but yeah, it's grown. It might be my favorite shitty movie of all time now. Yeah, fucking Night Killer, dude. <laughs> it really is. Everything in that movie went horrifically wrong. Like people always bring up Troll Two because Claudio Fergazzo also did that masterpiece. He did, but. And Troll 2 is like a disaster. Of a oh my god, yeah. Like you can't even believe it when you watch it for the first time. Like it's how incredible. this movie exists. But Night Killer like holds together so much more entertainingly for me. Yeah. Like just the fucking lines, you know. He <laughs> got molested in the boys' room. Ooh. Fried, fried chicken, chicken and french fries. fries. 
Go ahead, baby. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. <laughs> that guy, like, every scene he's in is fucking wonderful. And the twist is so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> like, it makes no, no sense at all why you would do that. Yeah. Horrible, but amazing. It's like we also watched Suburban Sasquatch today. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was fucking unbearable. Like, I know people love that movie, and I can That's see... That's fine. I, I can get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man, I, I thought it was miserable to get through. It was unbearable. Yeah. I took that movie soul. Especially at an hour 40. I was like, no. Yeah. No, man, no. Almost 100 minutes. Yeah. Of just complete dog of shit. Of shitty Adobe After Effects. Not even. Probably Photoshop. Not even Photoshop, dog. It's probably fucking, like, Windows clip art. <laughs> they used fucking Pro Tools. Yeah, Pro Tools. <laughs> and, and shitty acting, you know? Yeah. When Night, Night Killer's the full package. Yeah, Night Killer's the best. It, it's shit. Mm. It's fun. It's not very long. No. And it's directed by Claudia Fergazzo. I'm going to fuck you, Mrs. Leader. <laughs> <laughs> I love Night Killer. It's so good. Thanks. Keep up the podcast and NWO for life. <laughs> Too sweet. Uh, how are we doing on battery over there? Oh, we're good. Okay, we're cooking. We're cooking. we're cooking. We only got two. We got two more. We're good. We can do this. We, Thank we you got all. this. Y'all yeah. really like came out swinging this yeah, week. We, I think we have one more on the email. No, not on the email. We got one more here and one in the messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Next up is Brady Hanson Seven. What's up? What up, fellers? No question this time. I just had an update on my quest to find a movie to scare me. To scare my sociopathic, unscarable nine-year-old daughter. Hey. I found one that actually creeped her out a little bit, Ooh. and it was hilarious. Last weekend, we watched The Visit. Hmm. And I had forgotten how awesome the old lady that plays the grandma was. She went right to bed after and slept throughout the night, so I'm still thinking she's dead inside. <laughs> but it was but it was still fun watching her get creeped out. Finally, and I'm I'm mostly sure she won't end up killing her mom and I in our sleep. Anyways, if anyone has new ideas for us to watch, I'm all ears. Thanks. Oh, Holy shit. That was awesome. That was awesome. Um, I'm glad you found one. Yeah, I'm glad you found one that creeped her out a little bit. Yeah. yeah maybe she's not as dead inside as you said you thought. Maybe not. Maybe not. We'll find out, I guess, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> we watched um, uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. And that movie's fucking creepy as hell. Oh, my God, dude. Like, really creepy. It's so creepy. Yeah, so... That one's a little weirdo. I don't know how a kid would react to it. Uh, I think they'd just be confused. I would say to do this one, but again, kid subtitles probably wouldn't work very well, I imagine. But uh, Ringu. Ringu. I think they'd be bored by Ringu. You think so? Not a lot happens in Ringu. All right, we'll go to the American <laughs> Ring then. There you go. That is a good one, actually. Yeah. Scare the shit out of him. <laughs> scare you, kid. Scare you, kid. I got scared shitless as a kid by movies. Hell yeah. I turned out fine, I guess. No, you didn't. That's not the point. No. Next up, <laughs> last but certainly not least, Hazardous Waste. Hazardous Waste. Hazardous Waste asks, have either of you watched We Are the Flesh? Yes. I haven't heard you mention it, and I'd love to hear your opinion. You have not. I have not. You have, though. I have. Uh, I bought it from one of the Aero cells, and I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. It is uh, That's cool. insane. And uh, 
<laughs> it's hard to explain that movie, so just just find it and watch it. It's fucking great. Um, yeah, I was sitting here watching. I'm like, what the fuck? The entire time. Yeah, I have to check it out. I hear good things about it. I just you know, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, which films do you think do a good job of having protagonists who are unrepentant villains? Villains? Villains. Villains. An obvious... Uh, an obvious... Mm, an obvious... Mm. <laughs> Help me say this. Obvious what? Obvious... Obviously? Is it just obvious? How do you say that? I never thought about O-B-V-I-O-U-S? it until... Yeah. Obvious. So you don't say the B. Obvious. Obvious? Obvious. I never thought about that till right now. And it broke how, how have you been saying it? Obvious. Just with a V? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it spelled out till right now, and it's breaking my brain. Huh. I'm feeling like James from Deadlock over my oatmeal. My oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> An obvious example being something like The Devil's Rejects. Yes. First one that popped my head, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. Henry and Otis are unrepentant nightmare assholes. Yes. Uh, but... At the same time, there comes a point where you kind of like Henry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he could change? Um, I feel like to maybe a lesser extent, like when it comes to like likable, Manson Family. Manson Family is another good one. Because that movie's just batshit insane, and yeah. like the characters are just so interesting. Uh, Priya Durango. Oh, yep. That's a great example. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Natural Born Killers. Yeah. But yeah, Priya Durango, mm. I think, is a good one as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, movies that are really good that have uh, pretty shitty people as your protagonists. Yeah. Um, we, we, again, we watched Red Sin Tower today. Yeah. And they're kind of shitty. They're kind of shitty. I wouldn't call them villains, though. No. They're not terrible people. They're just... What What? A, what a, uh... Mm-hmm. One of them definitely is with one of the scenes. Mitch Bitch? Well, yeah, he's definitely the villain. <laughs> he's the antagonist. He, he, yeah, he's the antagonist. Fucking incel fuck. <laughs> fuck you, Mitch bitch. Fuck you, Mitch bitch. And a movie uh, that's probably almost ten years old now, if not over ten. Years it's old. over ten years Is old. It? Yeah. Oh my god, I need to just kill myself. It's over. <laughs> Too old. Too old to exist. <laughs> I'm not the, again. Not talking about the actor. Talking about the character. Mm. Fuck Mitch bitch. Um. Again, I was talking about the uh, the jock. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm catching what you're yeah. saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Hazardous Ones. Yeah, thank you. If you would, too, like to join these lovely, beautiful oh, people. Sorry, I just thought of one. Fucking uh, Day of the Beast. <laughs> the, <he's not laughs> he really has a, to be a villain, though. He's really a hero. He's really a hero, but he is technically doing villainous shit. He it's is, hilarious. But, <laughs> but he's forced to. Oh, God, that's a great Christmas movie. It is. I love Day of the Beast so much. That's so good. But anyways, if you, too, would like to join these beautiful, wonderful, supplant, <laughs> lovely individuals. Succulent. Succulent individuals. <laughs> you can. Get your on my penis. <laughs> By going to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Or wait to the week of the episode. We are a bi-weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to post a lovely image that says we are taking questions and you can ask in the comments. Section below. below. I have developed a wickedly bad headache. Oh, while we've been doing this, <laughs> I, 
Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to take me some ibuprofen. <laughs> I'm going to put some gel on my tooth. And we'll be back to do what is probably the shittiest episode of the podcast ever. Very possible. <laughs> so uh, we'll be right back here on Sick on Cinema. Cinema. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> out there waiting I'm sorry for this powerful deadly invisible they came to take a holiday now they are running for their lives. Because something is out there. There are secrets. There are mysteries. There are forces beyond imagination. Challenge them, and every living creature, every blade of grass will turn against you. yourself for the fright of your life. Christ! Long weekend. An experience in terror and suspense. Welcome back. Hello. This episode's a fucking disaster. <laughs> Dude, my mouth is so numb now after putting that shit on. Like, from my tongue to my gums to my throat. You're going to feel like a 65-year-old on meth giving a fucking uh, gum job. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? Trust me, I've seen it. Oh, wait, we mean you've seen it. <laughs> See you later. Never mind. Anyways. See you later, cat. See you later, cat. We're here to discuss the man who I think is the upper echelon of the genre known as German splatter, which if you're unfamiliar with German splatter, it is basically just German horror films that are excessively gory. Yeah. Very gory. A lot of times, SOV. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that this man is as good as it gets in that genre. Absolutely. I think he has a body of work that is more impressive than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not just German splatter filmmakers, and I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Oh, I, I agree. Absolutely. Um, he is definitely probably the best of the German splatter movement. Mm -hmm. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't say Jörg Mugerad's splatter. No. But when it comes to splatter movies in general, you got him, Andreas Noss. Yeah. And um, there's more. Uh, yeah, I, can't, I just can't think of them. Guys who did Das Kumbrutal Brutal. Yeah, Das Kumbrutal. Das Kumbrutal. Das Kumbrutal. That sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger, even though he was not German, I don't think. He was Austrian? I think so. 
Maybe I'm just not thinking correctly, but I think he was Austrian. I think he was Austrian. Anyways, Olaf Entenbach. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the madman. This man's movies are fucking insane. They are fucking insane. Ambitious as hell. If you're looking for the years over there, I have them wrote down. Okay, good. Very good, very good, very good. At least I'm I just trying to get to my notes here. while oh, we talk. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Which I didn't write down the date or anything for uh, one of them, so when we get that one, I'll need you to okay. kind of subsidize me there. We're going to start from this man's early start, uh, his early beginnings. Yeah, his first feature film. Yep. His debut feature, which the fact that this is his feature debut is fucking insane. Like, most people would be proud to fucking, like, make a quarter of a movie like this. Oh, yeah. This is Black Past from 1989. Okay, good. 1989. (laughs) Letterboxd can be a bit fucky sometimes, though. Yeah. Like, Um, I've noticed that with the run times. The run times are always wrong. Yeah. um, I've seen a couple run times. It's like, oh, 90 minutes. You put it in, it's like an hour. It's it's like, yeah, fucking 100 something minutes. It's like, whoa. (laughs) That happened to me just recently. I was going to watch something. I was like, how long is this? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like 80 minutes or something like that. I put it in there. It was like almost two hours. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, hold up now. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to just download IMDb on my phone. I have IMDb, but because I use Letterboxd so much. Yeah, you used to go to, yeah. Yeah, I'm already there usually, so. There's an episode that we did that I had all the dates wrong. It's so fucking hot in here. What's so fucking hot in here? I feel like I'm in an old Wolfenbach movie. Dude, it's so fucking hot in here because our house is a damn fucking... We're turkeys in an oven. (laughs) Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Anyways. Oh, I've hit ball. Yeah. Black, Black past. past. <laughs> so, so ooh, what the hell? Are we one person now? We're one. We're one. Fusion. Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Black Past tells the story of Tommy. Tommy, yes. Played with by Olivin Bach. Yes, Tommy with an H. Yeah, which was weird. Yeah, which I don't know if that was that. like a translation issue or if that was actually how you spell it. Uh, that's how it's spelled in the in the credits. I'm pretty sure. Okay, because I have never seen that before. No. Um. So Tommy with an H, played yes. by Olaf Itzenbach. Yeah, the man himself. Yes, the homie, the big homie, the big homie. <laughs> Lives in this house where, in the past, a very violent murder took place, where a man seemingly possessed by a mirror. Or an entity within the mirror. Yes. Kills his entire family. Very reminiscent of Amityville Horror. Yeah. Uh, so fast forward to the present time, and uh, Tommy goes up in the attic, and he discovers a mirror. Yes. And things automatically start getting kind of weird, because mm-hmm. Tom something happens to Tommy's girlfriend, where all of a sudden she becomes almost seemingly hypnotized by the mirror, and walks out in front of a car, which just devastates Tommy. Yes. And from there, we kind of quickly learn that the mirror is truly evil, and it's up to Tommy and his crew to stop it, except they don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, I Not at all. Kind of a spoiler, but you, it and Bach just know no happy endings are coming. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. So, that's basically the plot of Black Past. Yeah. That's the rough outline of yeah. the plot, because yeah. shit happens in this that's kind of inexplicable at times. Yeah. The, a lot of times, they'll just like, all right, he's having a nightmare, so we can get in some more gore. Yeah, this is definitely like well, I've seen people like like have complaints about it and Bach where they're like, his movies focus more on gore than plot. This one for sure. Yeah, like the plot is all there for the, the gore set pieces. That's all. It, <laughs> the plot exists solely to get you to the next gore play, a set piece. Yeah, <laughs> which are fucking awesome. <laughs> Before we continue, do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound good. Okay, because <laughs> my mouth is fucked. <laughs> oh my god, you got that ketamine mouth. The ketamine. <laughs> 
Was it a Mr. Animal Tranquilizer? What is it? Mr. Crab takes ketamine and God kills himself or something? <laughs> Mr. Crab takes ketamine and fucking dies. Oh, okay. Something like that. <laughs> That's a game. <laughs> yeah, that uh, Charlie for uh, Critical has the fucking world record in <laughs> for uh, speed run. But yeah, so like, yeah, this is Utenbach's first movie and it's crazy. Yeah, it's a fucking wild. Because it's like, it's so impressive. Like, the guy is just like as ambitious as it comes. Yeah, and the gore is already fucking fantastic yeah. in this. He reminds me of a guy kind of like, uh, you know, we've talked about it before, like a James Bell mm-hmm. or a Dustin Mills or something like that, where he just refuses to let his budget, like, hold him back. Yeah. You know what I mean? To dictate what he's going to do in his films. Oh, absolutely. Like, um, we talked about it, like, like you know, like Andreas Schnoss, for instance. This is not me, like, shitting on Andreas Schnoss. I no. like Andreas Schnoss. But you watch Violet Shit 1, it definitely feels like they're just like, you know, I have a video camera. We like horror movies. Yeah. Let's make a movie. Right? Yeah. Where this feels like Ittenbox, like, I want to make a movie. I'm going to buy this video camera because it's cheaper than buying film. Yeah. That way I can make a movie that I want to make. Yeah. Like, he, he wanted to make movies, first and foremost. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know? that it, it, he, se- like, he seems so much more passionate. Like, if we're comparing debut films, like, again, I yeah. don't want to make this play like, oh, shit on Schnoss and Crazy and This is not a Schnoss hit piece or anything. No, but if you look at violent shit compared to Black Past, yeah. it's not in day. Oh, yeah. You can see that Inbox is a talent. Yeah, he has a lot of ability at hand yeah. already. He's really good at, like, framing things as well, yeah. like, to talk about his directing a little bit, not just his gore. Mm-hmm. Like, he creates a very unique atmosphere in his films. He does. His films um, are also so German it hurts. They really are. Like, they, like, you, you want a snapshot of Germany? Watch an Ittenbach movie. <laughs> yeah, you will get Germany in a nutshell. I took German in, in college. Yeah. Because I had, to, I had, like, two or three languages or something. Really? Yeah, it sucked. You took Spanish and German? I took German first because I was like, oh, I want to take German because it's unique. And, you know, I was one of those nerds who were like, oh, I love Ramstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fucking hard. And I was like, I'm going to take Spanish. Spanish is easier and I probably can use it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've looked at like learning different languages and shit before. Spanish is definitely probably an easier one to try to learn, mm-hmm. but you have to get ready to learn everything backwards. Yeah, pretty much from what we know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, every other language is fucking insane trying to learn. But our uh, teacher was German. Yeah, and she would show us pictures of, like German houses where she used to live. And man, yeah, yeah, that's what Germany looks like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it, it's so German it hurts. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like the main thing you're gonna talk about when you talk about Ittenbach is gore. Yeah, because gore and special effects in general are his specialty. That's his forte. Like to this day, when he when a movie of his gets put out, that's newer. It's very gore heavy. Yeah, it's the first thing everybody talks about. Like, yes. Oh, I can't wait for the gore. Yeah, you know going I mean? for the insane gore, yeah. And uh, yeah, this movie doesn't disappoint in the gore department. Like yeah. I said, like he's he's you, he's going to get better in that area, but like it, as for a first time out, it's really good. Oh yeah, like the uh, big ass meat cleaver to the fucking head at the very beginning. Yes, is. <laughs> Obscene. It box films outside of one of them we're gonna talk about. Usually, always have like one gore scene that's like the most memorable. Yeah, like this one's definitely the chainsaw. Yeah, definitely. And you know what I like too about that scene is I love like when you see the aftermath of the chainsaw, and, like yeah. how kind of realistic it looks to like a fucked up body. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh damn, Itbox knows what he's doing, man. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> This one's kind of a hard one to talk about because it's like it's like it's Amityville horror meets Evil Dead. Yeah, I think, I think it's a very good way of uh, talking about this one. Yeah, it's very it's very much that. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, it's I really enjoyed fun. the hell out of it. I loved watching it. 
Um, I recommend it highly, but it's just like, you know, it's him getting his feet wet. Oh, yeah. You know, getting his foot in the door and starting to get his career rolling. Yeah. Rolling, rolling. Rolling. What? What what, I feel like I've been dominating this. What do you want to say about Black Past? Uh, I mean, the thing is, as you said, like, it's kind of hard to just talk about the movie because there's, like, the, the plot's very simple. In the fact that, uh, well, the fucking TV just turned off for a second, but <laughs> ghost, ghost, um, but I lost the train of thought. He said it's very simple, but it, okay, yeah, it's very simple, but there's a lot going on mm. in the movie. Like the the dream sequences are fucking insane. They are insane. My only problem is I feel like we do tread familiar ground too much with the dream sequences. Yeah. But I think that happens a lot with, uh, especially of this era, just independent horror. Yeah. Kind of filling out the movie. Yeah, just trying to figure out, like, how to lay things out in the plot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ittenbach would only get better as a director, too. Oh, for sure. Especially when we get to the last movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, against, Premutos. Not, yeah, Premutos. Um... It just shows how fucking good of a director he would become. Yeah. And this is the a uh, great starting point. Yeah. These are like the uh, the early seeds planted. Oh yeah. The the dream sequence is a good thing to bring up too because like that's one of my only problems with the movie necessarily. Yeah. Though it's like I mean like you can kind of like pick it apart you know like with some of the technical aspects and some of the acting and mm. things like that if you really wanted to you could do that. Oh yeah. But this is like a first time filmmaker creating a pretty amateurish movie you know. Yeah. So I don't think it's fair to judge it on those standards. No, it's not fair. But the dream sequences it's like you see a lot of the same gore scenes. A few times. Yeah. And like I said, it does feel it's like, all right, we're trying to hit that, like, that 90 minutes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not 90 minutes, I don't think, is it? Is it not? I don't think it is. He's definitely stretching the movie out, what he's doing. Yeah, he's trying to make it not be a short. Yeah. Which, like, even at one point, he kind of references it, because he wakes up and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, not again, you know? Like, yeah. You're like, yeah, I feel the same way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel I feel you. But they do some cool stuff with the mirror. Yeah. It's got a great transformation. Hmm. He's really good at that. Like, transformations, he's, he's fucking pretty sick at, like, creating monsters. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, ultimately, Black Pass is just, like, a fucking like, super fun movie. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. I, I highly recommend. Yeah, it's it's extremely fun. So, next up, I don't have the year for this one. Uh, 92. 92. So, not too long after that. No, not very long at all. He created the movie he's probably most well-known for, I would yeah. say. And the one that I was introduced to him through. Yeah, same here. You know, uh, this was the one when people talked about Ittenbach. This was the first movie they brought up. Yeah. Which it's also because of a Necrophagia song. Yeah. Burning Moon Sickness. Yes. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the Burning Moon. The Burning Moon is a anthology by uh, Ittenbach, which is Ittenbach. two stories. Two stories and a long fucking wraparound. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I'll be honest straight out of the way before we even get into the plot of this one. The first time I watched this movie, I thought it was one of the coolest fucking movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Watching it this time... I went down a little bit on it. <laughs> a little bit. Not a shit ton. Or no, like we'll get into that. Uh, so, yeah, this is an anthology. Ittenbach plays a, a juvenile delinquent. Yeah. Who's just, he's 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 uh, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. He's doing shit he ain't supposed to he's, do. He's insubordinate. Yeah. He just, he doesn't, he doesn't listen to rules. He won't listen to his parents. He no. uses drugs. He's all, he's fucked up on drugs. Everything about him, he's just a shit piece. Yeah. Well, one night his parents are going on vacation, and they're like, fuck him, we ain't taking him. 
Yeah, they're like, fuck you. So they leave his poor, their poor daughter alone with him. Mistake. Yeah. And Ittenbach goes into her room and is like, hey, why don't I tell you some bedtime stories? Yeah. And the two shorts we get are the bedtime stories that Ittenbach tells his sister. Yeah. And the, the first story is... Of a spree killer? It's Julia's Love is the name of it. Yeah, Julia's Love. Um, it's a guy who goes on a date with a girl. What and a date! What a, what a date! Yeah, the whole gag in this one is that like our lead, Julia, is uh, kind of like, <laughs> has a reputation for dating crazy people. Yes. Which is like, damn, I sympathize with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, well, not this time. This time I found someone awesome. Yeah. He's normal. He's handsome. Mm. He's charming. He's sweet. You know, this time I've done it. And it turns out, well, lo and behold, he's a serial killer who has escaped prison. Yeah, he's a fucking maniac. And she's like, holy shit. Because she hears it on the the radio and recognizes that the the car she's in matches the car description and the tag number. Yep. So she books it back to her house and then is like, oh, shit. He knows where I live. Yep. And thus he's coming. Yeah, and he goes on a fucking rampage on the way a there. Violent, gnarly rampage. Yeah, that's actually pretty fucking mean spirited. Yeah, this is. I'd say uh, Burning Moon as a whole is probably more mean spirited than a lot of it. Yeah, Black stuff definitely more mean spirited than Black Pass or Primutos. For yeah, sure. like, Primutos and Black Pass are pretty fun. Burning Moon's pretty nasty. Burning Moon's pretty nihilistic. Yeah, you know, it, it's dark. It's 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 angry, Ittenbach for sure. Yeah, like you feel like with this movie, he was like, I got things I want to say. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know, I, you know, for like this story, I can't really tell you. Yeah. I definitely know in the second story what he's getting at. Oh yeah, and what his griefs are there and his grievances. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> they're they're all over that one. Oh yeah, with this one, I'm not a hundred percent sure, nor am I hundred percent sure with the wraparound what he's wanting to say. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure the wraparound has something to do with like dysfunctional families. And you know, Itbok would go on to be fairly fairly prolific in the extreme horror world with stuff like Dark Divorce and No Reason. Yeah, you know, he would delve deep within the extreme underground. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this was kind of like his first like forte into it, I would say. Oh yeah, because like you know, not to spoil anything, but let's just say family members are murdered in super fucking violent. Yeah, this is definitely like like uh, the second segment has like one of the most infamous gore scenes in yeah. box career, but I'd say this one on a whole is more gory. Yeah, it's fucking violent. Yeah, it's really nasty. Um, and like the violence just comes out of nowhere too. Like the first person that gets killed, they're like just sitting there, and they got butter. Yeah, <laughs> butter, butter, butter. Somebody, <laughs> yeah, butter. And then a machete just comes out and lops their fingers off. And yeah. you're just like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah, and like what is happening? If people get fucking turned to just meat, just moosh, yeah, just moosh. They get mooshed. <laughs> they get mooshed. They get mooshed up in this. Yeah, I really like this segment actually. Yeah, like it's funny because I feel like it's changed. Like because forever I thought the second segment was the best segment. Yeah, but that one gets a little convoluted and confusing. It does. Where this one I think is just more straightforward and just more entertaining. And I think the guy who plays the lead killer is actually like proto Patrick Bateman. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, he's he's very much of this like almost like bourgeois killer yeah, type. Like, like American Psycho, which I don't know when the book came out, American Psycho. So uh, you know it's very possible. Earlier. It's definitely possible that Itbach read that and was influenced by that. Yeah. For that segment, you know. Because yeah. he feels like that character. 
Yeah. You know, he's fucking awesome. And I think the lead does a good job, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah so we go back to it and Bach and the sister, and she's like, yeah, I don't think I like these stories. <laughs> Can you please stop? Yeah, I am think I'm just going to go bed. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 I got one more for you. Yeah, this, this one's even worse. Yeah, this one's, this one's worse. <laughs> and this one's called, uh, what is it, Purity? Uh, the Purity, I think. The Purity. And uh, yeah, this one's weird. So we have this small village yeah. where a rash of murder slash rapes are happening. Yeah. And the town is up in arms about who could be doing it. There's, you know, they have their guesses. They have their, you know, suspects. Yeah, they definitely have a suspect in mind. Yeah. And uh, this is not a spoiler because you found this out within the first, like, two minutes of the segment. The man who's doing it is the local priest. Yeah. <laughs> Which clearly is Ittenbach being like, fuck you, religion. Yeah, fuck you, God. This is his subconscious cruelty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck you. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck your, like, uh, purity bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But the rapes and murders are... <laughs> Fucked. Fucking vile. Yeah, and like the home invasion scene in this one's really nasty. Yeah. Really mean-spirited. Really creepy. And there's definitely someone who gets killed in this in a very violent way. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it's pretty... This, is, this one's mean. This one's really mean. Yeah. So these two local yodels... Yeah. Decide to take it upon themselves for some street justice, if you will. Yeah, some vigilante justice that always pays off, right? Yeah. However, they got the wrong guy. Yep. So they they brutally murder the wrong man. Yeah. Because uh, something happens with the priest, we won't completely spoil it. Yeah. Something happens and he's out of the story. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck. We fucked up. We fucked up. We fucked up big time. Yeah. And then how they get to hell, I'm a little fuzzy on. Yeah. I Again... Like to to be let's be let's clear the room here a little bit. <laughs> let's be, be open. Let's, let's be, be open. open and honest. Yeah, uh, we were watching this. It was after a long day, very long day, and uh, we and you both were exhausted. Yeah, I was starting to doze off, and you you were slumping. I was say I wasn't starting. No, you were done. <laughs> there was many times I was like, oh, yeah, I had to like smack the baby, like, hey, <laughs> one time you fucking hog splashed me. I did. I was so mad. <laughs> Yeah, you were very mad at me about that. I was like, oh, God, I pissed him off. <laughs> well, I wasn't ready for it. I was just like, oh. <laughs> the thing is, I told you, I was like, if you don't wake up, I'm going to splash. I didn't hear that. I was dozing off. <laughs> I remember I told you when you were awake, you were like, you better not do that. I don't remember that, man. <laughs> I, well, you, I was far gone, okay? Again, I was slumping. I was like, he's asleep. But anyways, they end up in hell. Yeah. They, for they their end, crimes. Yeah. For killing the wrong guy. Yeah. Which, that's one of my problems with the movie, where it's like, it should just have been the priest. Yeah, it should have been the priest that went to hell. It should have been like, you know, he should have got his come opens by being in hell. But no. No, it's these two guys. Yeah. But the hell sequence is one of the wildest. Like, it's up there with, like, at midnight, I'll uh, possess your corpse. Jigoku. And Jigoku as some of the wildest shit in the, ever in, like, the uh, depiction of hell. Like, honestly, like, this, I'm pretty sure this movie predates uh, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. And the hell sequence that. Is it uh, the, the, that's in this? It's very reminiscent of a scene from that movie. Yeah, ninety two probably predates Silent Hill as well. Yeah, and there's like the nurses and shit in this. Yeah, that are very Silent Hill esque. Yeah, very much so. But what happens to the main guy? Of the two is infamous. Oh yeah, eyes gouged out, like a damn looks like a fucking like a corkscrew just fucking. 
twisted up his guts, oh. and then the scene where they tear him in half. Literally. It's not a spoiler, because you've seen this. If you've ever looked up anything about gore, you've seen, seen this, this Yeah, It's fucking gnarly. It's insane. Like, the way it's done, it's fucking sick. Yeah, it... it it's one of the best gore set pieces I've seen. It, it, yeah, it's awesome. That hell sequence is so fucking good. Yeah, it makes the whole second the second portion, the second story worth watching. For the sure. second half of the second story. Yeah, because once like the priest is out of the picture, you're kind of like, where is this? Yeah, where's it going? Where's this going now? You know, like, and to be honest, it's hard to even still be like, where did this go? Yeah, why did we get here? Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, to be fair uh, to Inbox, this is also pretty still early on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in his run. Like he's been going like a, like it's like his second. Feature, I think maybe he may have done something in between. I'm not sure. I am not 100 sure. I'd have to look. Yeah, but like you know, then we go back to him and his sister, and uh, you know that ends in a very gory set piece as well. Yeah, darko, very dark, very like low key too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's gory, but it's not what you think. No, it's not like people get split in half. Yeah, but it's not typical. Ittenbach just. <laughs> Visceral, yeah, like, evaporating people basically. <laughs> yeah, the gore is a little more realistic, realistic and low key, yeah, and sad in a way, yeah. And there's this, there's an effect that I want to bring up before we get really into like what we think about this one that I loved. Yeah, was like he shoots up in the bathroom. Yeah, and he steps out on the balcony and he looks up and the moon is literally burning. burning. Yeah, and it looked fucking cool. Yeah, it looks so cool. I was just like, yeah, fuck it's yeah. so metal. So metal. <laughs> so the things I really like about this movie is I love the atmosphere. Yeah. I think it's genuinely really creepy and unnerving. Yeah. It plays on a lot of fears. You mm-hmm. know, like with the Julia's love, like home invasion. It's terrifying. Yeah, home invasion and falling in love with the wrong person. Yeah. And then the, the purest, like just that ideal of like you don't know who to trust. Yeah. Again, it's like this person who's supposed to... Uh, keep you safe and learn you the ways of God is the one killing you. Yeah. And doing horrible things yeah. to you. Yeah. And the consequences of it, right? Yeah. And that fear of like, you know, growing up religious, the fear of going to hell and what that means. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like what oh, yeah. is hell kind of thing. So I love that shit. My biggest problem with the film is the wraparound. Yeah. I don't dislike it at all. Actually, I think the ending is really good. Yeah. And like I said, I love the burning moon scene. It's just that opening bit to get to the first segment is really long. It is. It's like 20 minutes or so Yeah. to get to the first segment. And you're like, this is an anthology, boys. Yeah, you got stories to get to. You could have you fit in a third story. Yeah. You didn't have to show him going to try to get a job and being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, that didn't, that stuff I was like, that could have been done a little better. I completely forgot this was an anthology upon the, until we started watching it this time. Right? Because, like, when you're watching it, it's like, oh, okay, we're following this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah this is an anthology. <laughs> yeah. Because, like I said, that wraparound, that opening wraparound is just too long. Yeah. Like, it takes way too long to get to the first story. Yeah. Um, Again, as I said, like, Buck's still pretty early in his run here. Mm-hmm. And he's still learning shit, and he's still doing shit, and... Trying to hone in his craft. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, the purity as a segment, like I said, like it's great fucking amazing moments. And I would not sit here and say it's a bad segment at all. Yeah. It's actually a really good segment. It's just like, it's just weird. The The pacing of it and the way it pays off is just weird. Yeah. It's, it doesn't go like you think it should. 
times. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, per se. No. It's just like maybe a, watching it again would be a better, like give me a better feel for it. Yeah. Because I've only seen this movie like 12. This is like my second time watching it. Yeah, it's my second time watching it as you well. Know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I found I found myself getting a little, little bored. Yeah. During some of this movie. Yeah, Burning Moon's not my favorite no. of this episode. But I can't say it's my least favorite either. No. Like, I think I'd put it on par with Black Pass. Yeah. Because, like, just the moments that are great in Burning Moon are fucking great. Oh, yeah. The hell sequence alone is, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, worth yeah. your time. For sure. Yeah, that that was my biggest problems with it. Like yeah. I said, I just felt the pacing was a little weird. Yeah, and, like, I agree. I feel like if it had a third story to kind of round it out, that would have helped a lot. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's an hour and a half. You still could have squeezed in a third story. You could have just cut down a lot of that that uh, opening stuff. Yeah, which I almost feel like it was supposed to be a movie of its own and just didn't get fleshed out. Could have been, you know. Yeah, you know, maybe he was like, okay, I'm making these two short films. I got this shit. Why don't I just put it together? I don't know the history of Burning Moon. Yeah, I don't either. I probably should watch something about it. We don't do that. We're dumb. Yeah, we're shit podcast. We're shit a podcast. We're nowhere near as good as Mr. Parker, who literally goes through every disc and like watches all the special features and stuff. Oh, that's why you should be watching him, not us. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Watch his shit. Not not us. Not us. <laughs> we are not those. We we are not those people. We're here to be like, hey, we're kind of funny, ain't we? <laughs> we're, we're slightly funny. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Burning Moon a lot. I think it's great. I think it's gnarly. Yeah, I think it's genuinely creepy at times. Oh, absolutely. And it's definitely like, like, like I said, like you can see the seeds being sowed of what Intenbach would become, like post Premudos. Yeah, like once he got it, got out of his Tarantino phase. Yeah, you know, with like this, like the next movie, hmm. and then Legion of the Dead. Like once he kind of got out of that mode, he really dove deep into like the extreme underground. Yeah, and that's kind of where he is now. With movies like No Reason, you know, they yeah. just recently come out, which is an, a gnarly, mean spirited movie. Yeah. <laughs> But the what I think is Olaf Ittenbox of what I've seen. Yeah, what we've seen. We've not seen everything. We're not seeing everything. I Ittenbox is a guy I am slowly getting everything over. Yeah, you've recently just got some of the new Yeah, him. House of the Blood. House yeah. of Blood? House of Blood, I think. Yeah. yeah, House of Blood. But as of right now, this is what I think is um Olaf Ittenbox Magnum Opus. Yeah. Now I know people talk about Dar Divorce and I am looking forward to seeing Dar Divorce. Yeah. I've actually never seen it. Yeah. But for now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> yeah, for, for, for reasons. We'll get into it. Uh, this is Premudos, the Fallen Angel, or it's like Lord of the Dead. Lord of like the that. Dead. Yeah, I think the DVD I had called him Premudo, called it Premudos, the Lord of the Dead. Yeah, but the new unearthed Blu-ray, which is fucking really good. Yes, you need to grab that. <laughs> yeah, uh, next time I get the, uh, whenever I get the chance, I'm picking that up myself. Yeah, it's a great addition to the movie. Two yeah. discs comes with a soundtrack. With well, the soundtrack is really good, actually. Yeah, comes with like three cuts of the movie. Yeah, the the new director's cut is uh, remastered in 2K. Mm. You got the original English sub dub version and the original uh, German dub version, yeah, as well. Which they're not remastered in 2K, but you have them if you want to watch them that way. Yeah. So it's really fucking sick. Yeah, it's it's really cool. The new uh, director's cut of uh, Premudos, I think it changes a lot of is like the opening. Yeah, it really delves into the lore of Premudos. Yeah, uh, which uh, Premudos, for those who have not seen the movie, yeah is the first fallen angel before Satan before Satan and before someone else too they, they bring up another person I, uh, I don't remember but he is the uh, lord of the dead yes wherever there is war and famine and pestilence Premudos will be there 
yeah. to raise the dead and, and cause chaos. And I will say, with the background, to get his ass handed to him in a, pa- in a paper bag. Dude, that's the thing about that opening sequence. I'm like, how many times does Primutos just get whooped? Yeah, Primutos has got his ass handed to him more times than fucking... Like, and even in this movie, like Primutos is like, I'm here all. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. But this movie fucks. We'll get to there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. But oh my god. Um. So Primudos has to have the blood of his son, very similar to God. Yeah. To be resurrected. Yes. Um. And through the generations, his son has been reincarnated in very different forms, all by Olaf Enbach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, one day, uh, this movie's so fucking weird because, like, when I'm thinking about the plot of the movie, it's like the basic plot of the movie is Primudos. Uh, son is discovered, hmm. mutates, raises the dead. The end. There's so much more to it than, than that. Because then we have this alchemist who's raising the dead because he wants to bring his wife and her daughter back. Yeah, that goes awry. He buries his uh the book, the Primudos book, as well as his formulas to raise yeah. the dead. You know, and then they're dug up in the future. Hmm. That happens, and then we fast forward, then we find Abel Fittenbach, and he's kind of just kind of a derpy teenager <laughs> yeah. who is very clumsy and shit. And every time he suffers a head trauma, he has a flashback of his past life. <laughs> he, We find that he is Primudos' son. I mean, you find yeah. that out pretty fucking quickly. That's not a spoiler. No. He he suffers brain trauma and uh, other head trauma. Yeah, which the fact that there's like <laughs> these like flashbacks to like the like Scottish Irish War. Yeah, and like World War Two and shit like that, and like the Salem witch trials. And yeah, like that is pretty fucking cool. Like, the, I mean, it's super. It's on a super small scale. Yeah, and it's very low budget. But the fact that they even attempted that is, is crazy. And the World War Two stuff, like, I thought actually looked kind of good. Yeah, like in the snow and shit like that. He had the G- the uh, the Jesus stuff was fucking. Wild oh too. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. There is Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> it's so wild. Which Primudos' son is there as one of the disciples. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is like, oh shit. <laughs> this guy's been through time, you know. Yeah. Since the dawn of time, Primudos' son is there because Primudos' son has to be sacrificed to resurrect Primudos. Yeah. But Primudos' son can resurrect the dead. Yes. Um. So yeah, so we like I said that that's who Olaf Ittenbach is. He uh he comes home one day to his family. It's his father's birthday, Walter. Walter. Walter's a weirdo. Walter's my favorite character. He's fucking great. <laughs> he he's a gun weapon nut who still believes he's in the army and wants his son and treats his son as though he's a soldier. Yeah. His mother's very normal. His sister's a dominatrix. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so one day during soccer practice, Olaf Ittenbach's character takes a wicked shot to the balls. Yeah, which uh, triggered the flashback. Which triggered the flashback. Walter uh, Ittenbach's dad dug up, and he found the book and the serum, and accidentally knocks the serum over onto Ittenbach's balls. Yes. Which leads to my favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to pour it on his cock. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which transforms Ittenbach into the son of Primudos. Yeah. Who raises an army of the dead with him to destroy this party. Yeah, to just fuck this party up. And it's up to Walter, his wife, who gets taken out pretty quick, well. <laughs> and his party guests to fight off the, the legions of the dead. Yeah. I know that was very complicated complicated and convoluted, but yeah, it's because it is. <laughs> yeah, it very much is. But all you really need to know is party, zombies, 
gore galore. Yeah. So this uh, movie's fairly long. It is. It's about an hour fifty-five. Yeah. Which I know this whole episode of the podcast we've been complaining about long episodes of shit. Mm-hmm. But I did not mind it for this movie. No. Because I found the, car- the all the characters to be very likable and very charming. Yeah. And I wanted to watch them. Yeah. But fucking Walter steals the fucking show. Walter is so good. Oh, oh my, my new Conan sword. Yeah. <laughs> a hand grenade. I've always wanted one of these. How did you know? <laughs> Just weird shit like that. And then the zombies burst in. They kill his fucking daughter. Immediately. Yeah, they just blow his blow her head to shit. And he's like, I'll be damned if you ruin my fucking party. <laughs> he, just start, he just pulls out a damn sword and starts swinging at him and shit. And that's the thing. is like you have Hugo. Yeah. You have Lisa. You have Christian. You have Edith. Which Edith is a bitch, but she's supposed to be. Yeah. And she is unlikable, but she's supposed to be. Yeah, she's supposed to be. And, like, you really get to know these characters, and you spend plenty of time with them, and you kind of learn their stories and who they are, and, like, yeah. you grow to really care about them and like them. So when things start happening to them, you are kind of like, oh, man, fuck. Damn, they got him? Fuck. Yeah. You know, like, I really wanted him to make it. Yeah. Which is good. Like, you don't get that in a lot of horror movies, you know? A lot of times, like, especially movies like this, like, super low-budget gore films, it's just yeah. like, all right, disposable body number one. Yeah. Yeah. Which there's plenty of that because at one point zombies come busting into a, like a pub and yeah, just they, wreak mayhem and rip people to shreds. And there's an effect in this that I do not, for the life of me, know how they did. Where they skin an entire person. Oh yeah, they just like whoosh, and just rip yeah. it off. Yeah, they rip someone's skin like literally in half off their body. Yeah. My God! Like there's a scene where they tear a skeleton out of a person. Yeah, like, a whole ass skeleton. Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, it has shit. some of the best head explosions I've ever seen. And there's yes, multiple of them. Oh yeah. Like you get a lot of just like kind of like you know Tom Savini, George Romero as squibs. Yeah. There's also a lot of just like boom, and their heads just like explode. Yeah. There's like a street trash homage in this movie yeah. as well. There's great callbacks throughout the entire movie to things that happened in, earlier in the film. Mm-hmm. Like, everything happens for a reason in this film. Yeah. And, like, it all sets everything up to kind of, like, what where we're going. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, the whole, like, the, how the zombies get formed is because the homeless guy finds the potion, <laughs> drinks it, dies, drops it into the fucking uh, water. water, which goes into, like, the the uh, the storm drain yeah. and spreads everywhere. Yeah. So it's, like, it all, like, makes sense. Like, everything, like, all the pieces are always, like, perfectly put together in, like, mm. such a great way. And uh, I don't know. This movie's awesome. It, it box shot it on film, and I thought the transfer on the Blu-ray looked pretty dang good. Yeah, it looked really good. Like, I was pretty sh- uh, pretty shocked actually about how good it looked, especially with with the what elements probably exist. Oh yeah, this. for sure. Because like I'm sure the film they had it on was not like the most expensive and like clean film ever. Because again, I mean, Ittenbach used his uh, so his you know what sources he had. Yeah, which in this movie is actually pretty crazy. Yeah, like they even have a tank in this movie at one point. Yeah, which is like how the hell did they get a tank and like uh, one of those big ass like Rambo machine guns, dude? Like I don't know how he pulled it off, but he pulled off a fucking epic. He pulled off a gore epic. You don't get a lot of gore epics. Yeah, but Ittenbach did it. <laughs> I'd say like when it comes to the gore epics, you've got Riccio, Riccio. Primutos. Primutos. Adam Chaplin. Adam Chaplin, Dead Alive. Dead Alive, yeah. You gotta throw Dead Alive in there as well. Oh, yeah. Like, movies that, like, their their whole thing is, like, how many people can we kill? Yeah. How, many how much gore can we spill on yeah. the screen? And, like, at the end of this movie, it actually counts. It's, like, 138 bodies or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Something crazy. And, like, there's a lot of just, like, bang, <laughs> dead. Yeah. But then you get, like, a lot of, like... 
all right, we're going to focus on this one. Yeah. You know, kind of like the gore set pieces, and they're always great. Yeah, they look amazing. Like, people get ripped in half. There's blood fucking everywhere. Like, at one point, uh, Walter, like, swings his Conan sword and does, like, a triple decapitation yeah. and shit. Like, it's... Cuts it's, someone in half. Yeah, it's so good, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, the, the gore in this one is fucking amazing. The story... The story not even the Primito story itself, because Primito is kind of a bitch when you think about the Yeah, characters. yeah, like when they like when you break down his like lore, it is kind of like mm, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is what he is. Because like the first time we see Primitos in the movie, yeah, is like the in the past, and he's like I have risen from the grave, and immediately gets stabbed in the chest. He's like Argh. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck happened? What was the point? Yeah. Which may be a joke. Yeah, it may be a joke. And that every time premiere... Because, like, the whole thing is, like, he rose with the Genghis Khan army and was slain. And then he <laughs> rose in India, but they were ready and immediately slain him. And you're like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Yeah, what is the fucking, like... <laughs> backstory of like him just losing all the time yeah like like his army is like you know they're devastating they tear people to shreds but he himself he kind of a bitch yeah he's kind of a bitch he kind of straight bitch um he ain't no walter that's for that's sure. for damn sure walter fussed at the bitter end that's right and that's what i'm saying it's like you know when like something happens to walter yeah or hugo or christian you're like oh, i can still fuck. remember their names yeah you're like fuck except for edith when edith bots it is kind of like yeah yeah hell yeah you get it <laughs> get it she gets it in a rough she way gets it. she's about i guess i can say it since you said she she's she's the one who gets fucking like ripped in half they like rip her skeleton out yeah <laughs> like whole it's so wild which i know is like completely impossible but like whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter there's zombies and this is hyper gore you know what i mean yeah this is like pre like japanese gore almost yeah, yeah and it's sure. like insanity and like the the transformation of itenbach into like the monster yeah is it's, one of the gnarliest coolest transformations i've ever seen in the movie it's so cool yeah like i wish the monster itself looked as cool as the transformation yeah. does it because it does kind of just look a big meatball <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah he looks like a big ass meatball yeah he looks like a big meatball but the transformation is sick because like yeah. these like lead pops like start like shooting out of him he gets wrapped in barbed wire barbed wire starts like tangling him up like these like almost like corkscrew looking things start yeah. popping out of him it's almost tetsuyo-ish yeah it's really tetsuyo-ish and then he's just a big meatball yeah he's a big ass meatball but like the really cool part too is he's like oh and like his mouth starts like stretching open and like this other mouth like starts coming out yeah. of it and it's like whoa it's so cool which they do that also in Black Pass. Yeah. Which is really sick as well. Yeah. It it box fucking like he went insane with this one. Yeah. Like there's literally parts when they're walking around you can hear like sloshing because of blood, blood on the, low yeah. on the floor. It's it's so fucking cool. It's like it's yeah. such a cool movie. Like that's the best way to describe it. It's a cool fucking movie. Yeah. It's one of those movies like that you want to show somebody like, oh, have you heard of Premutos? Yeah. You, know, you gotta see Premutos. You know. This movie's insane. Yeah. It's like, oh, have you heard of Ricky O? You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I remember you texting me at one point. You're like, it's impressive this lore they've come up with, but I kind of just want to get to the gore. Yeah. And I do agree with that to an extent, and maybe that would be one of the flaws of the movie is that it is. It's a hundred, you know, it's an hour and fifty-five minutes. It yeah. is long. It is long. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, did you need that stuff? Probably not. No. But I think it adds to it. Yeah, it, it adds to the movie, and I don't, 
I wouldn't want to watch it without it. Yeah, for sure. Like the new Dragon Scott, I think is really cool, actually. Yeah. Like a lot of times you get that kind of stuff. Like if you watch like the Warriors director's cut or whatever, yeah. with those stupid comic book panels in it for some reason. <laughs> where you're just like, why they do this? Yeah. This version, I'm like, this is what Ittenbach wanted to do. You yeah. Know what I mean, like he wanted this like opening sequence, but he just mm. couldn't pull that off back in the day. Yeah. Because you get this cool animated opening sequence. That's really fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really fun. And cool on, on Earth to fucking put this out, yeah. Yeah, I'd love for them to get more Inbox stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Inbox the director that I would love to come back to. Oh, we're definitely going to come back to Inbox for sure. There'll be a part two down the road, don't worry. Oh, yeah. There's still Dar Divorce, No Reason, House of Blood, Garden of Love, Legion of the Dead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the list goes on and on and on and on. And I'm pretty sure, like, I could be wrong. Like, I'm, so, I think someone on our Instagram posted something on their story a while back. And it was from Inbox, and I think he's working on some yeah. new thing. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. Which I'm excited. Yeah, hopefully on Earth grabs it. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I think, I, think, I think that's Olaf. Yeah, good shit, man. Really love yeah, it. Yeah, really good shit. If you love gore movies, you, you you have to do yourself a favor and and seek these movies out. Yeah, and uh, which two of them are kind of hard to get now? I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, Black Pass. Black Pass and Burning Moon. No, Burning Moon's still. Is it still in print? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure I can check. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it is. Black Pass, I know, is out of print. Yeah. Unfortunately. Of course it is. <laughs> Sorry. That was a shade. Look, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it, but come on. Mm. I get it. There's a frustration when it comes to that stuff. I I just, I just don't like when things go out of print so fucking like. But rapidly. I mean, like we don't know how long the rights were for. You know what I mean? How long the license was for and shit like that. Yeah. There, there's multiple reasons why something will go out of print. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I and, can't put the sole blame on the people. You know? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, I just wish that it was way easier for people to be able to get this shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, um, yeah. Because, like I said, I know Black Pass is out of print. I think Burning Moon might be out of print. I'm not sure. I'm about to see here. Are you on the Severn side? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I can get to it. Yeah. This is this is enthralling. I know. Podcasting just, right here. This is just this is how edge you of your seat shit right here, This man. is how you fucking do it. This right is how you here. podcast, dude. This is what the people come for. <laughs> this is why they listen in droves, man. Yeah, this is why people love our show. This is why they, God This is why it. when the episode ends, they stand and clap. <laughs> they stand and clap. We get a standing ovation every episode. It's for your like, search option. This is for shit like this. It's it's gonna be Intervision, dog. <laughs> See if you can get the Intervision. I I I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> What the fuck? Where is Intervision at? Sick on Cinema. Easily the worst podcast in the horror community. We are garbage. (laughs) Number one dog ass right here, dude. How are you having this much problems, bro? On air. There it is. It's still available. It's still available. You can still get Burning Moon. Yeah. And you can definitely pick up Premudos, and you absolutely should. Yes. Support Unearthed, because Unearthed is doing cool fucking shit. Yes. I'm sure eventually someone will get Black Passed. Probably, Put it back yeah. out. 
I could I could see like one of the vendor syndrome partner labels grabbing it. Yeah, like Saturn's core, or even like that. It was a Terror Vision, Terror Vision, Culture Shock, Culture Shock. Yeah, any of those would be cool. Culture Shock would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, I like Culture Shock a lot. Yeah, Creep Tales, Creep Tales, Creep Tales. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Visual Vengeance, Visual Vengeance would yeah, be awesome dude. as well. Yeah, Visual Vengeance fucks. Yeah, even they did put out Suburban Sasquatch. We, we won't talk about that. <laughs> we won't talk about the, the put that out. So, uh, anything else? Uh, I know what we're doing next. Oh, you do? Yes. What are we doing next? David Cronenberg. We're going from a master of German splatter to a master of body horror. The king of body horror, I would say. Yeah, he's the king of body horror. The horror king of Canada. Yes. We're doing, um, Videodrome. Oh. We're doing some of these more obscure stuff. I know that. Yeah, we're not doing like the more. We'll get to those eventually. Yeah, I know we're doing Videodrome. Is it Naked Lunch? Naked Lunch and Dead Ringers. I think so. Yeah. Ooh, baby, when you love that ooh, heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> Copyright flag. <laughs> That's what, that's what Cronenberg makes me feel, though. <laughs> Dude. When I see Cronenberg, I feel like I'm on, I'm on heaven on earth. I can't. Then I watch his movies and be like, oh, my God. Oh. That's like when we, were, when we uh, did the fetishes episode, it was like crash. I was crash. like, I can't fucking wait. Yeah. And I watched it, I was like, oh, my God. Jesus man. Christ. This is fucked. <laughs> this is fucked up, man. Videodrome is like one of my favorite movies. So. Oh, yeah, me too. I love Videodrome. Uh, Video Death to Videodrome. Long live the new flesh. So, shout outs. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Start uh, us off. Shout out to the Bible, Severed Cinema. Yes. Do Sever- yourself a favor. Get educated. Go read Severed Cinema. Yep, absolutely. Uh, spooky celluloid. Of course. Probably yeah. the, uh, one of the best edited and best production value of any YouTuber out there today. Dude, his fucking production value on his videos are insane. Yeah. He's got just as good uh, uh, quality lighting. Which gets to make sense because he was a professional editor. Well, yeah. Editing and everything as any of the top YouTubers. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Banana Box releasing. Oh, of course. Uh, Oh, Herschel Gillis. Yeah. And through Banana Box releasing, you can pick up Borderloose Volume 1 and 2. The Sick on Cinema approved mixtapes. Well, made. Well, you made them. I just approved of them. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. As and well as helped. other crazy mixtapes you can grab from yeah, them. Yeah, crazy mixtapes. You can get some disgusting JV stuff. You can you can, uh, you can can rub one out to some gross porn. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> But you can also get stuff like the Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Cults, which is a uh, f- insane, like, for police, like, yeah, inf- information video. Yeah, so Banana Box Releasings. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Terry. Yeah. Morbid Horror Podcast, as well as his new film, is getting close to being wrapped. Yes. And I'm very excited about that, and I want to see it. Yeah, Jonathan Doe. Jonathan Doe, who, again... Is uh, releasing uh, erotic grotesque grotesque nonsense three. Yes, was it violent? Defilement of a porcelain, porcelain doll. doll. I'm very excited about that. My brain fucking went kaput on me. I apologize. It's <laughs> his tooth. That that launches uh, on Halloween. The pre-orders. So oh, is it? Get in on that. Go buy God, some cool everything's shit. Everything's happening on Halloween, it sure here, man. God damn it. I'm going to go fucking broke. <laughs> I already don't have money, guys. Uh, cult collectibles. 
Yes. The homie over there doing big things. Yeah, if you want to go get you some crazy-ass Jeffrey Dahmer relics. He teased some crazy shit today. Oh, did he? He was like, I, he's like, I have my possession, or getting in my possession, uh, unseen crime scene photos for a fairly big crime. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, so, big things happening over there. I swear to God, if it's like Gainesville or some shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh like some, some crazy shit. Uh, speaking of Gainesville. Lucky Serretti and Dead Vision Productions. <laughs> yeah, you can go pick up uh, the uh, Gainesville Ripper. Pick it up. At least it, it, unless it's not available anymore. I think there's still some left. Okay. Limited. Very limited. Though. Yes. Get so, in on that. Yeah. Or you will regret it. They put a lot of work into that, and it's well worth picking up. Uh, we watched Gainesville Ripper. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's crazy. It's crazy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people will like it, I think. Oh, yeah. Especially with the boom period we're in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Unboxed, watched, and reviewed. Oh, yes. Hopefully he comes back soon. Yeah, hopefully he comes back sooner than later. I'd like to see another uh, Christopher Rage Christmas special. Give it to us. (laughs) Heaven watches over those. (laughs) We've sang enough on this episode. (laughs) No more singing. Okay, fair enough. Who else? Who else? I'm sure we're going to leave a ton of people out. Uh, Purelink Granny Gangrene. Go Uh, check out the horse. They're disgusting fucking uh, uh, metal music. Don't they got an album in the works? They do. Fuck yeah. And there might be a little Easter egg on there. I don't Ooh, know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, uh, we, we'll, you'll, have to, you'll have to get it and see. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see. Yes. Because we don't even know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> it's very possible. It's very possible. Um, uh, 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 help me. I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, quality violent cinema. Yes, excellent podcast, excellent podcast. And uh, I don't know that they've done it in a while, but their streams mm-hmm. with, with movies and shit. Ooh, uh, we've talked about him several times, Mister Parker. Oh, fuck yeah, the chairman of YouTube, the chairman of YouTube. He's a chairman of skull piece. <laughs> if you're a if do that you're, dance to do that dance, and if you're a fucking paranormal investigator, he's wrapping that chair around your goddamn head. <laughs> he's playing like a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, go check out his fucking shit. And it's... go check out the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror. Oh, yeah. We don't shout out a ton just because I don't think it needs our help. <laughs> no. It does not need our help, no. But, like, we're huge fans of that podcast. Oh, my God, yeah. We love Moods. I, I will be honest. I don't listen to their podcast all the time because they are epics. Yes, they are. You have to have some time ready to listen well, to it's like shit. Moods is like uh, DVD and Blu-ray updates, updates. Yeah. They're always going to be, like, over an hour and a half. So you just got to get ready. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. Parker's fucking weekly uh, reviews are fucking fantastic. Never miss them. The 1980 series has been fucking amazing. Yep. Was it a Terror and a Track? Terror and a Track. There's a new series going to be doing where they watch an 80s horror movie with a guy who's not watched a lot of 80s horror movies, Ooh. but he was a big 80s music fan. And, oh, okay. Uh, they're going to review the movie and he's going to pick a track. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. It's really cool. Listen to the first episode. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. It's very interesting, actually. Ooh, okay. Yes, go listen to it. It's very good. I need to go listen to it myself. Yes. I highly recommend it. So I'm behind on everything. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I'm sure we're leaving someone out. And if we are, we apologize. But just go support yourselves. Yeah. Um, again, this community's great. Yeah. Spread the love. Y'all have been very kind to us. And uh, we appreciate it greatly. Yeah. Because we are fucking terrible, and there are people who are better than us. Yeah. What about uh, fanzines? Is there anything we need to talk about fanzines before we wrap this okay, up? Okay, fanzines. Um, if you want one, let me know. Last call. No, not last call. <laughs> last call for a while. Last call for a minute. Um, 
I'm going to get more printed as soon as possible. I was planning on doing it this uh, last Sunday, but plans kind of fell through. Mm. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm a little fucked up right now as well. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get, them get as printed, printed as soon as possible and get more shipped out. Yep. And eventually I'm going to try to get issue two uh, ready for the printers. Yeah. Because it's almost done. Yeah. But yeah, um, of course, if you want to su- su- support us and shit, um, again, just hit follow yeah. on on all the shit. Rate and review. Rate and review, sure. Hit that like button. Well, like a boss. We ain't got a like button. <laughs> but honestly, like we don't talk about it a lot, but if you would leave a five-star uh, rating and review, it does help us, actually. Yeah, it helps, it helps us get more traction. It helps us get eyes on it. We're not really that, We don't really care about it that much. We just do no, this for fun. We, we, we don't talk about it all the time, of course. But we rarely bring it up. But... Again, if you if you want us to get spread around, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, if you find it in your heart, yeah, that you want to spread the word, yeah, go for it. And, and of course, like again, I, I do want to shout these out because um, I had a lot of fun making them. The, the mixtapes, yes, they're really fun. They're not too obscene, I don't think. No, you're not going to see corpses or some shit like that. No. There's no, like, straight out-and-out porn either, really. No, it's just weirdo shit. Yeah, you'll see some cock and ball torture. Yeah. That's about as extreme as it gets. But not even, like, too extreme in that category, really. No. You're not going to see someone get their dick cut off or anything like that. <laughs> no. No. But, yeah. But, again, I, again, it's not me being like, please, please buy it. Please. please. I, 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 I'm just proud of it. In fact, eventually it'll be made available to anybody and everybody. Yes. Oh, I need to bring that up. I meant to post this on the Instagram. Born to Lose Volume 1 is on Internet Archive. Cool. You can go watch it right now. Or ask us and we'll send you a link. Yes. <laughs> if you can't find it. Yeah, if you can't find it. Yeah. It should just be Born to Lose Volume 1. Okay. Just come back expert. You I read it on Letterboxd if you have it. Yeah, it's on Letterboxd. Uh, I don't know how I pulled that off, but I was able you to. You did. Pretty impressive. Again, just just want to shut those out because they're really fun to make, yeah. and I'd like to do more of them. But I guess that's enough plugging. Yeah. Enough shouting. Time to wrap yes. it up. Time to shut the fuck up. Time to go to bed. Is it? No. <laughs> no, we're going to watch movies probably. Probably. but uh, Or just fuck around. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Maybe watch some deathmatch wrestling. Who knows? Maybe. Um, definitely got to go to bed eventually because I got to get this tooth pulled out bright and oh. early. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Or maybe pulled out. Who knows? Who knows? Big rigs. Uh, we could be back in the, within the next two weeks, and, you know, I don't have to postpone anything. Or maybe taking a hiatus. It's hard to say. Yeah. Just on... follow the Instagram. We'll let you know. We'll yeah, let we'll... you know what's happening. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. This is the end. Okay. This is the end. You'll never um, hear from us again. Hopefully I didn't plug shit of ours too hard it's our show i know well, i know but it's our show and we'll plug if we want to so we'll also put it at the end so if you don't really want to listen to it, you can just turn it off and that's, that's fine true too we don't really care it's fine again i'm just I, happy you listen to any of it <laughs> it's true i don't like you know I, i'm really bad at like self-promotion yeah i'm yeah, really too. i'm really bad at it yep i'm surprised people know this show exists i know it's weird for a couple years, they didn't. They definitely didn't until like 2019, 2020, something like that. 2021. Oh, was it 2021? Yeah. Oh, shit. We've been, around, we've been back for like a year. Holy Jesus. Holy Jesus. Anyways, I'm yeah. John. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sure. Oh. Oh.
cinema. 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 Support the underground, everybody. Yeah, support it. Ooh, baby. Stop it. Copyright flag. <laughs>